What's going on, man? What's going on, Todd? How, you How is the West? It's fantastic. Fantastic? Yeah, we have we have ventured into new land in this episode. Ooh, okay. Wait, wait, wait. All right, all right. Are we jumping we have to a lot of stuff to We do have a lot of stuff to talk in about. In this episode, and not a lot of time, because I have to do a project that I waited too long on. Um, <laughs> Did you wait too long? I feel like you've been working on it for quite a bit. I've been working on it, but... I'm not good at like being efficient in working on something with a deadline that's not right now. I'm not either. So like, I'm not gonna judge. I don't procrastinate in in like totally putting something off, but I will like go to do something and then just sit and listen to a podcast in my computer chair and just not do anything. Mm-hmm. It's terrible. It's understandable though. I want to I want to break that habit, Brevin, and I will, but. Not today. Today I will suffer yes. for my past sins. Yep, so here we are. Uh, this is Red Dead Reflection, by the way, if you're not familiar, <laughs> in which Brevin plays the Red Dead Redemption 2, and we comment on it as he goes. We have a lot to cover in this episode. Mm-hmm. You've played... How much have you played? Only six hours, but like a uh, lot happened. That's okay. the thing. There cool, was a lot cool. going on in this. And what mission did you play up to? I played up to... Let me scroll down real quick. Battle of Shady Bell. Battle of Shady... Oh, yeah. Battle of Shady Bell. Okay. Yeah, so he knows, he knows you, where that is. <laughs> if you haven't played up to Battle of Shady Bell, turn this off and go play that. Um, otherwise, we will be spoiling up to that mission as well as Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, 1. we're going to be spoiling a lot. Yes. So, first things first. Last week... Okay, If first... Just let me set the stage. If you... <laughs> I know what you're talking about. If you are listening to this episode and it's been like weeks or whatever however amount of time since this was released then you're fine but if you just listened to last week's episode last week you might have noticed a few things <laughs> so my uh my lovely fiance who listens to my podcasts which is just crazy like if you can find a woman or whoever that will listen to your podcast and then you'll know on a game know. she hasn't even played yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> um anyway she was like oh your episode was good last week but like you left a burp in and it was really gross like why'd you do that and I was thinking, like, I I edited last week's episode, by the way. And I was like, I didn't leave a burp. Like, I was very confident that I didn't leave a burp in. No, we're, we're good at editing, I would yeah, say, by now. obviously, sometimes we have to burp while we're recording. <laughs> I, didn't, I don't know if I need to say that. But what we do is we'll snap and then, like, you know, and then and then when we go back to edit it, we'll cut it out. And then, so so I went back to listen to the episode and I was like, I didn't forget to edit a burp out. I uploaded the unedited version of this podcast. Oh, man. There wasn't any theme music. It there, was just the straight were no, audio. It was recording. just the straight audio. And we do some on-the-fly editing, like, while we record. And, like, if we have a big interruption, then we'll just go back and delete that and then hit record again. But, I mean, that was just, like, the raw <laughs> cut, essentially. And we got emails in from people who listened to that episode and they didn't say anything. <laughs> so... That makes me think, first of all, the problem is fixed now. Are we wasting our time editing? Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Why edit if people don't even know? Even my own fiance was like, oh, it was good except for the burp. And that's what she noticed. She didn't notice that we didn't edit anything. I mean, we, to be honest, we don't we don't edit too much of like our pauses unless it's like extremely long that's when true. we're thinking. That's true. Um, the only thing we edit out is literally like burps. Like that's like the <laughs> yeah, major thing we edit out and we throw issue. in the music. Yeah. That's pretty much yeah. it. So, hey, if you got to listen to that episode, congratulations. You got a nice behind-the-scenes look at Brevin and I's production. And there's a cat at the door. Oh, oh She just stopped, though, so okay. it's fine. All right. Yeah, we've had some di- technical difficulties recording today. 
It's a it's a hot mess. It's don't, a hot mess of an episode. Don't update your MacBook. That's we all haven't I gotta even say. started yet. Just don't buy a MacBook. Just don't buy. Yeah, I kind of like it, but yeah, it's it's got its it's got its benefits, I suppose. I don't know if it balances out, but anyway. Anyway, Brevin, we have last time last time we asked for emails. Oh yeah, I'm excited about the emails. We got emails, baby. You've been you've been teasing them, and I still I forgot what they even. I you mentioned really been. I just said that we got emails, and you were like, "Show me," and I was like, "I'm not going to show you." You're right. I'm going to present them to you. I go to sleep thinking about them. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Well, you should. They're they're lovely emails from lovely people. Sweet. Our mutual friend, uh, Cody. Oh, yeah. He said he was going to email. He emailed in and he says, no more talking. He says, no more talking about African princes wanting to give you money. Exclamation (laughs) point. He's laying down the law. I said, if you don't want, if you want to hear more of us talking about African princes, then don't send an email. Cody, set set it up for us. We're not doing that anymore. That's fine. As long as we get emails. So, <laughs> Cody says, when, when Brevin is finished with the single-player portion of the game, you guys should play multiplayer together um, and do some multiplayer content, talk about the differences between the game and the first, and interacting, and how interacting with actual human players goes. Oh, boy. Uh, I really want to talk about there's the differences. A lot of, yeah, there's a lot can come, come out of the multiplayer. Love you both. Thank you so much, Cody, for the email. Thank you, Cody. That's a great, great idea. We should play the multiplayer. The only problem is that Brevin insists on taking such a long time with a single player <laughs> that we're never gonna get to red it. dead redemption 3 is gonna be out <laughs> so okay I, I was thinking about this though because he brought it up originally we were thinking we wouldn't do multiplayer until you beat the campaign but i think that like once you discover the map oh i have technically revealed the map in a in a weird way that i didn't expect to so when you upgrade your your entire lodge i came across a lot of money throughout these missions that i okay. played like I'm talking over two grand I had on me mm. at one point. So I I want to up- build a PC. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Um, so I upgraded like everything for everyone. Like I was just upgrading everything in the camp, like with my own money. Nice, because I wanted to. And the fast travel mechanism shows you a map of the entire area, even though it's not revealed. Oh. So I technically know it's called New Austin is the left side of the map, but that's all I really know. Yeah. Okay. So I mean. Besides and I saw where the fact that it exists, you haven't really been there. No, I have not even so. been. I've not been nowhere past Blackwater. So my my point is that playing multiplayer would I think ruin the experience of exploring different parts of the map. So if I think if you if you do get to a point in single player where you explore like let's say eighty percent of the map or whatever, then let's let's try that's a lot, map. then you're fine. Because it, it is prequel to red dead 2 story anyway oh it is it takes place before. yeah okay uh, i'm pretty sure but it, it doesn't even matter though it could be before or after it's not it really doesn't reveal anything that, story. yeah no <clears throat> all right so thank you cody we will take that into consideration moving forward and probably play multiplayer at some point yes i'm looking forward to it uh we also have an email from aldino he's from dino he's from uh i don't want to mess this up i think he says he's from Indonesia. See, this is awesome. This is what Isn't it's all that about, so cool? right? Here. So I'm gonna put you on the spot right now, Brevin. Where is Indonesia? Oh Where is it in all the right. world? I had to Google it because I'm not the greatest with geography. It's near um I'm gonna be wrong. <laughs> is it isn't it like an Asian country? Or am I wrong completely? Is it like around like I don't want to say the Middle East, but I can't think of whatever like... whatever your answer is, I want you to commit to it. Alright, so it's it's an Asian country. Mm-hmm. It is. No, I'm just saying it. Okay, continue. Where is oh, it? Oh, uh, it's... Asia is a big place, my Yeah, my it's, it's on the earth, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I believe it's Earthian. Is it like... Is it to like the west of China? 
That's a good guess. Like, but kind of close to China, but not really. Like, it's kind of like west, southwest of China. Indonesia apparently is like northwest of Australia. You know how Australia has the long strip island looking thing? Yeah. To the northwest of it. It's the left half of that. It's an island? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, that just shows so little. I don't know if it's an island. I don't know, man. Aldina, right in and tell us. He he says, Apakabar, it's how are you in Indonesian. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. This is so cool. Isn't that awesome? So he's he's loving every episode. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, he likes that that we break it break down every episode and like you can follow through with each mission. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He suggests that we have a video version of the podcast, not necessarily every episode, but like one or two special ones every tenth episode or something. That's an idea. It is, and we've talked about it before. It's we've not like that's the it. first time we've yeah. heard about it. It's I don't. It's not a bad idea. Of course, I mean everyone's doing video video podcast but it's just like a commitment and we 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 need just like the physical space that accommodates that that's is true weird yeah we don't like, really have a room that's like very good for that yeah brev and i are huddled around a mic in the middle of my family room which surprisingly is very soundproof yeah well i don't know if i want to say very but, but it's, it's a lot more than any room in my house yeah that's true it's it's like in the far corner of the house but if you put this on video, regardless of what angle, it would it wouldn't look good. I don't think. Yeah, we don't have an H three H three setup where like we yeah, have a big I know table. that's crazy. Oh, One of those man. weird looking couches with all the yeah, yep. So something that we are again keeping in mind. Not won't be like next. Something for the future. For the future. Thank you for the email, Aldino. Yes, thank you very much. Now this is my favorite email. Oh, we got three. Should I say that it's my favorite email? Is that like offensive? No, I don't think so. Okay. We got three emails. We got you only said two, emails, but I guess you weren't counting Cody's. No, actually I got, but at the time, by the time I said that Aldino hadn't written Oh in. man, this is awesome. So Joseph writes in and my gosh, does he lay down the law on what moonshine is? Oh. <laughs> I love it. This is exactly what I wanted because you and thank I you, Joseph. have been going back and forth and just terribly a misunderstanding what moonshine is. And we've talked is. about this outside of the podcast. We've mentioned like moonshine and like our friends. We've talked to them. Yeah. It's, like, it's you know, I think what it is, is we live in the North, like East coast. So we don't, it's not as like prominent in our culture. I no, guess. it's definitely not. Um, anyway, so he's, he says he's completed this story 100% two times. Jesus. Oh my gosh. I don't, I, I Undead Nightmare was enough for me to 100%, and that's like 20 hours. I can't even imagine how yeah. long this game would take. Well, you know what he says is my only suggestion would be Brevin needs to play more because I cannot get enough. <laughs> that's funny because the more you play, the less, the less content, content there technically have. will so, be. Yeah. I'll, I'll keep it up for you. I'll keep it I up. I do want to add, I, I forgot to mention this. Um, Aldino says, hi, Tyler and Brevin. And then in parentheses, at first I thought your name was Gavin, that missing dude in RDR2. My bad. <laughs> have you found this guy? I haven't even found him, no. Oh, well, you wouldn't have found Gavin. Have but, I found the guy that's looking for yeah, Gavin? No, I yeah. Don't know. Is and it a side guy or a stranger? He's a he's a yeah. He's like a random stranger. He shows up in like roads and stuff. And I just like, like Gavin. He has a British accent. Have I you haven't seen, seen many strangers Gavin? like lately in the last in like my last six hours. I maybe ran across one, but it was pretty uneventful. I think they're they're not as common in this game versus the last one, mm-hmm. probably because they don't want it to be to seem too mechanical. Um. Anyway, back to the moonshine, right? <clears throat> yes, I want to hear about this. Oh no! Okay, hold on. A few things. He lo- he's loving the horse nostrils. Um, 
I, I was like, what and is he, he talking about? He says, I, and I don't know who he's talking about, but if you understand, maybe you'll get a kick okay. out of this. The French moonshine guy in Red Dead Online, I can't remember his name right now, does not have nostrils. It looks like a solid skin flap, and it is somewhat alarming. That's weird. You need to play more Red Dead Online. I want to see play this guy. And find this French moonshine man who doesn't have nostrils. <laughs> That's really funny, though. So, I, yeah, keep an eye out for that. I will. The nostrilless man. Um, okay, so yeah, this guy is the authority on moonshine, right? His family is originally from the Appalachian Mountains. Mm-hmm. Stories about bootlegging in his family. <laughs> so, oh my God. All right, ready? Here we go. I'm Here ready. we go. Here is the difference between the types of alcohol that you were discussing. Beer and wine are just fermented ingredients. This means yeast or some other organic compound consumes the sugars and by and the byproduct is alcohol. All right? You understand that? Yes, that makes sense. The sugars typically come from fruits. Moonshine typically is made from grain. The wrong kind of yeast can make it smell like bread. Interesting. Hmm. Once the fermentation is complete, it is then distilled to remove a large amount of water. This is because the evaporation point of alcohol is about 40 or so degrees different than water. Hmm. Okay. 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 So it evaporates the water from it first. So uh, it's like pure alcohol? Or is it not even is alcohol that, at this point? Is that point? what distilling is? Wow. That, uh, that's so cool. Yeah, I've never known what The more what it gets is. distilled, the stronger it gets. Some <clears throat> moonshine is up to 97 to 98% alcohol. Jesus. So it's, it's so, like rubbing alcohol yeah, at that I point. Mean, there's just nothing left. Okay. During Prohibition, moonshine was more desired because you were able to get wasted off of much smaller and more concealable amounts. That makes sense. I, I'm loving this, man. Fast forward to present times, beer and wine have a much looser regulation. You cannot sell it without a license but it's one of those things that doesn't get much attention by the law liquors Mm -hmm. have a much stricter licensing regulation in place which makes it more difficult you are able to find small breweries all over the u.s but you will not find many distilleries (laughs) that aren't very large manufacturers of liquor which is i yeah i can't say i've ever seen one i've seen a lot of them wasn't there like a there was like a bourbon place in um kentucky i think it's that you can only make you you can only call it bourbon in kentucky I'm sure Joe knows all about this. Yeah, he must. But some, I don't. They, they like they a building burned down and they lost like tons of whiskey. Or oh, I guess man. bourbon. Anyway, <clears throat> most of these have large scale distribution in place. One of the main reasons why licenses are so hard to get and maintain is the government wants their share of the alcohol taxes. See, yeah, it all yeah. comes back. It's insane on how high taxes. It's insane how high taxes are on liquors and spirits. So. <sighs> Yeah, so moonshine is very smooth and extremely powerful. Some people sweeten it and flavor it and water it down. So, yeah, that's what moonshine is. Is there is there any confusion? No, I, I completely understand what <laughs> so that is. So moonshine is specifically grain alcohol that is illegally produced. So, okay, all right. That's so what I want to make sure. It is, I, I guess you can, maybe maybe it is illegal to make your own beer, like technically. But yeah, you're not going to get in trouble if but no one's selling it. Yeah, if you're selling know. it, you probably. It also probably trouble. depends on local uh, legislation and everything. Yeah. So he also brings up this interesting point. Um, okay. So you commented on the Confederate soldiers and how they are racist. One of the things that is constantly brought up about the Civil War is slavery. That is not what the war is made to focus. Even though that's a very common topic brought up, mm-hmm. the disagreement was about states' rights versus nationwide government. The North wanted to. Wanted a federal government, while the South wanted states to rule themselves. Now, one of the items discussed within this happened to be slavery. Another item, although not as prevalent, is alcohol. I, I'm aware of that dialogue about the Civil War, and everyone everyone associates the Civil War with slavery because it ended 
one of the it was one of the major turning points for ending slavery i think you can say that with pretty yeah 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 yeah. but people always say like oh the south were fighting the north because they wanted slavery but no that's not that's not that's a it's an oversimplification i think it's also a misunderstanding yeah i so he brings up the point of like uh south southern states wanting more state rights than federal rights um and the north won more federal ones so it was actually that was the heart of the philosophical clash Mm -hmm. and it just so happened that southern states wanted slavery and wanted to have that right and the federal government was saying no we are abolishing slavery we're federal federally getting rid of slavery yeah um so calling confederate soldiers racist i think anyone like (laughs) wouldn't everyone be racist back then we sort of touched upon this like well it was just like it was a part of society to be like racist like you were born if you were born in that time and you grew up like 20 years unless your family was like super nice to black people like if you were raised around normal people I think in that it would time be, you like, would be racist super academic people who yeah. went to college and like understood things but i i wonder if yeah so by being a confederate soldier you can't automatically assume that they are racist necessarily. Yes. However, they are fighting for state rights and every state in the South at the time wanted slavery in place, so which is a racist. I mean, it's like the most racist. Yeah. <laughs> um, whatever you want to call it, policy. Well, you know what's interesting to think about? This is, we can't talk about this too much, but. Like, slavery isn't inherently racist, if you think about it. Like, you can enslave <laughs> anyone, and it's not, it's, like, if it's an equal in slavery, it's not racist. Like, if you just, if you're just enslaving lower class people, that's not racist. That's just slavery of that's lower class people. oppressing the rights of someone based on class, yeah. not race. Yeah, so it is possible. I'm just, I'm just throwing, throwing some bones out there, you know? I don't think that's the right phrase. <laughs> throwing <but>. some bones. <laughs> So, wow. Okay. So, the <laughs> I'm not for uh, <laughs> you're not pro I'm not, slavery. I'm not pro slavery. By the way, I'm just throwing out a point. I do think historically speaking, slavery was associated with yes, it was enslaving African. I don't know. What, would you call them African American people? I don't know. Black people back then, sure. But really, not even just them. Like any non-white race, I bet. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I, this is where I'm like, I want to speak less about history because I'm so unconfident in how much I understand. Yeah, I'm not confident either in so, what I know. Yeah. So are the Lemoyne Raiders necessarily racist? No. Are they probably racist? Most likely. Yes. But also everyone else probably racist. Yes. Because of the time period. Mm-hmm. And Arthur talks about that in that little conversation. What did he say exactly? He Do just says that he knows that he's had to deal with a lot of... I think they even says he says remarks remarks things talking about lenny mm. i think it's lenny i don't think it's charles be the one probably would experience racism though so oh yeah yeah okay so that's that that was a lot of front stuff yes for this episode um do you want to get started it sounds like it was very eventful i have one other thing remind me to bring up another news related thing okay um but i figure I, we shouldn't mash it all together what you want to do it at the end yeah or in the middle when it gets stale you know all right when you get boring (laughs) when i get boring all right so the first mission we got to do to talk about 
is robbing the Valentine. Valentine? Is I is Valentine? It's Valentine. Yeah, Valentine. <laughs> Valentine. I like Valentine. It sounds fancier. Oh, Valentine. Wait, wait, wait. wait. I'm sorry. All right. If you want to send an email, please send one in to yes. reddeadcast at gmail.com. R E D D E A D C A S T. Oh, gosh. <laughs> a lot of brain power I'm, being I'm used right there. Brevin <laughs> at gmail.com. I'm pretty sure I spelled it right. I hope. Right? You, I, you know, they'll figure it out. Yeah. I'm sure. They know what I mean, right? Yeah. All right. Yes. yes I, I really enjoy listening to emails, especially, um, especially if you're from a foreign country. Yes, that is awesome. And I can make Brevin try to figure out where it is. <laughs> I, I have the benefit of being able to Google where something is. So just to put But you I on get the put spot. on the spot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. All right. You ready? I'm ready. All right. So, robbing the Valentine Bank. This was an awesome mission. Very, very cool. Honestly. I don't remember what happened. So basically, <clears throat> you know, I don't remember exactly how they got this tip. I'm pretty sure maybe it was. I think uh, I remember who was there. Micah's there. I know that for sure. Didn't like Sadie and, and the. Let me actually. Oh, if I look at the people. Yeah, I can. I can probably figure it out. Is Sadie anyone's name? Adele? Yeah, Sadie is the, the girl who's like a hot shot. Oh, it wasn't Sadie. No, then. it's not I mean, Sadie. Though. Um, Tilly, Karen. Karen's the Mary one that Beth comes with you. Went to Valentine with uncle or someone to the yeah, store yep, and that's... i think they picked up the hint that the uh, bank might be full yeah so karen is the one that comes along with you to um do a distraction so that you can basically go in there guns a blazing <clears throat> um i can't remember the other guy who's with you but it really doesn't matter um it was an awesome mission you know it's straight something straight out of like gta 5 really felt like it was just like epic felt awesome it's very cool to, to... Can you describe the mechanics of what's going on? Because I really don't remember. Yeah, so you, you send in... Um, you can choose whether you want to do Karen as being a drunk, who's, like, going wild in there and, like, just shouting out stuff, trying to get people riled up a little bit and, you know, uncomfortable. Or you can send her in as, like, the, the girl who's, like, lost. Oh, okay. I sent her in as a drunk because I thought that'd of be course. really funny. <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, so she gets in there. She starts yelling about that like this guy you know like he like someone like cheated on someone or something like that just trying to rile everyone up um and they're like we have no idea who you are lady please leave please That's get funny. out of the bank and then you sne- you go in there which i noticed one thing that was really interesting is that this this mission doesn't tell you that you need to put on your uh, face mask yeah but i did anyway oh because it felt weird to just be robbing valentine's I, bank i actually wonder if you didn't put it on there'd be a cue from another character and be like all right but no one else was wearing one either oh so like we were just going in like we were going in hot that's crazy yeah and it's so close to where their camp was or is even yeah yeah it's not far um one thing i noticed though is after the mission was complete i wasn't wanted dead or alive there and i don't know if maybe that was because i put on that I'm not but sure. I still don't even know how the mechanics work on getting rid of wanted dead or alive. I don't think that you could get that. I don't think they would want to give you that that rating in Valentine. Yeah. It's such a. But I was pretty sure I was going to get it. We're robbing the bank of Valentine <laughs> without face masks on. I was yeah. like, we're going to be wanted. That's, that's pretty crazy. What prompted them to do this? Um, they needed money. How badly and, do they need money? Well, just they're they're gangsters, Tyler. <laughs> okay. There's, they always need money. Couldn't they do some honest hard work? No, come on. Why <laughs> why can't we rob a bank and you can get ten grand? You so plan it out. Yeah, yeah. Um, you go in there. You you know start yelling. Um, Arthur is so menacing in all these missions. Like he really is scary. No, he is. When he turns it on. Oh my yeah, gosh. He is he is really like like terrifying. Um, it was taking. I was really worried something was going to go extremely wrong here because it was taking forever for the 
the banker to unlock the safe. Like, it was that. taking much longer than I thought it should. Um, and I beat him, like, three times, too. I sat there for a while, because I was like, I don't need to beat this guy up. He's unlocking the safe right now. Like, I can just wait. But then he took forever. <laughs> it was, like, a minute of me just aiming at him, and he's just doing his little thing, like, twirling the lock. Um, so I beat him a bunch of times, and finally he let me open it, or he let he let me in, and planted some dynamite, lit the fuse, ran out, That's did that, right. like, three times. Why? Oh, for three three different well, safes or whatever? Yeah, because you don't want to sit in there too long. I don't know how long the fuses are. Oh, okay. Well, I do, but I don't want to risk blowing mm-hmm. myself up. And you, you have you died yet? We'll get to that. Oh, no! Okay. <laughs> we will get to that. Um, so you steal all the money. Unfortunately, I didn't get to two of the safes. It wouldn't let me take from them. I don't know why. Like, I blew them up, and then it didn't give me the option. I wonder if that's actually reflected in the amount of take that you get. Could I have gotten 15 grand if I had taken everything? I don't know. I, f- I feel like I got 10 grand too. I don't really remember though. It so let me loot four of them um, out of the six. If you played this mission and you got a different amount of money or managed to loot more, let us know. Yeah, I'm curious because I was very annoyed because I was like, okay, I'm getting like 2,500 every single time. I need to get all this money. It might it might have been designed to be like, no, Arthur, we got to go. Like, yeah, that's what they were saying. But I was like, these are open. Like, just let me take the money. I can see it. But oh, the game wasn't was even, even letting open? me. Yeah, the game oh. was just not giving me the option to take it. And I was like, whatever. That's weird. Hmm. But anyway whole place is surrounded and you're you're basically trying to think of a way to get out of here without dying and i loved that they send karen well they don't send karen out karen offers to go out there and talk it out a little bit and like they think that she's actually uh like a hostage at oh, first okay it, at least it seemed like they did they, they were not acting like she was like a thug or whatever <laughs> a um thug. a thug <laughs> so that doesn't work, obviously, or it bides enough time for everyone to jump out all at once, and it just turns into a fire, like a shootout, firefight yeah. instantly. I love how all of these scenes where you break through a door, it goes in a dead eye. Yeah, it's so that nice. is so fun. It's man. so fun, because you can just light up like six people at once, and it does like slow-mo for everything, and it's just awesome. Um, so basically, you kill you kill like every lawman in Valentine, because there are so many people there. It's crazy. This is like the, But this the makes a little bit more effect. sense. Yeah, then breaking someone out of jail. Yeah, this is like you're robbing the bank. Do you of think that they were like on high alert, thinking that someone was going to rob the bank? Probably. Okay. They probably had a tip or something like that. Seems like a lot of things go wrong for this for the <laughs> Vanderlyn gang. So yeah, I would not be surprised if they had a tip. Um, yeah, you take the money. You, you I, I think I, my, my take from it was like fifteen hundred, seventeen hundred dollars, which was insane. I was like, holy crap! Yeah, you really get more money than you necessarily need. Oh yeah, that's missions. why I just spent it all on yeah. my camp. That's because... good. You should spend your money. That's like because I, I feel like at the end I was like, I don't need any of this money. Yeah, I upgraded like everything for my horse. Completely upgraded everything, all the saddles, um, which I didn't know. Um, upgrading, I don't know what they're, I don't know what the name of the thing is, but you know where you put your feet. Oh. when you're riding a horse i can't remember what it is stirrups yeah it is stirrups yeah, actually all right well, that's pretty good i'm surprised horse that. vocab yep um i upgraded that and i didn't know that increases your horse's speed yes that's like a weird hidden stat bonus that like you wouldn't even but that's know a massive stat. It, yeah. it increases it twice so now my i still am at level three bonding with my horse i'm assuming i'll get it really soon to level four but um he's almost at max speed he's like He's fast. That's crazy. He yeah. is super fast. And That's like, good. Taya, right? Taya. I'm going to keep her for the rest she? of the game. It's a girl, yeah. Okay, you keep saying he. Do I? I'm terrible with getting genders, genders right of, yeah. of pets. You keep calling me a woman, so. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so, I want to talk about my first possible gripe with this game. <gasps> Ooh. You, oh, this isn't your first gripe, is but it? But really? no, it really is kind of my... Like, the only other complaint I had was 
an issue with a music at one point, which is whatever. That can happen. You can't test for every bug in the game. This is like related to the actual story of this game. Okay. I think there's too much action happening right now. There, mm-hmm. it, there, it, the game is like way too hot right now. Yep. There's. It seems like once I hit chapter three, chapter three was literally pure action. There was like not. A, there was maybe two missions that were not action related of what? like robbing something. That was like the when you get to Rouge. Yeah. Chapter three. Okay. Yeah. The the I'm trying to even. I can't even remember what the non the non action. Went fishing with Hosea and um, Dutch. But even then, there was still, well, there wasn't too much action. It wasn't super crazy like these last few missions have been. Um. And the missions that I'm going to talk about in a in a little bit, but yeah, I think the game's getting a little like it's a video game, and I have to remember that. Like, if I wasn't doing this podcast, I wouldn't think anything of this. But since I'm trying to analyze the game, I'm trying to think of what they could have done better. This isn't this isn't a unique complaint with the game. I don't it isn't. think okay because it gets very apparent like oh they're just having me kill a bunch of people right now for the sake of gameplay mm-hmm. and anytime that there's a queue like that it's not good for the game so i think this is very much a they need mass appeal mm-hmm. right so they want all of these actiony sequences what what i don't get and what bothers me about that reasoning is you open this game in the snow super slow super slow yep you find some people in a house and shoot like three guys and then you burn the house down and then after you get out of the snow sequence like it takes a it's a large investment if if you're in this game for action you've fallen off by then yeah right it takes a long time for the action to really kick in so now that you're in the action it's just like on the whole time yeah it really is that there hasn't been a single mission where i was where i was able to sit back and relax basically i don't know that it's necessarily on the whole time but but it's pretty much there's more action than than feels natural for the story and the setting i think yeah and for the current situation yeah because they're all like we're on the run we're we gotta lay low dutch and then it's like oh also let's go rob let's go rob a stagecoach let's go rob a bank let's go do something else it's constant and i'm not saying i'm not trying to to make it seem like i'm not enjoying it i am like every action mission has been fun but I don't think it doesn't need it. It doesn't need it. It doesn't benefit. It's diminishing returns, right? Yeah. Like if, if you go and rob a stagecoach, that's fun. If yeah. you go and rob three stagecoaches is like a, a job yeah. at that point. Um, and I think one issue, it's funny to say smallness of the world because the world is so massive, but because it's like, there's one town, I mean, there's more than one town, but like one town in a, in a vicinity. Yeah, and yeah. then you, commit all of these crimes within that town it's like they would send in the military at this point yeah like it's it's insane but because it's supposed to be further spaced out and there's more people than you think about it's it's supposed to be more believable but i don't it's it, like the genocide against all lawmen thing where okay we just destroyed a whole wing of descendants in history because we killed like 70 men yeah on this day yeah and like i i don't even want to know how many murders arthur morgan has under his belt at this point in the game like i'm currently i i want to assume i'm about two-thirds done with the game um maybe interesting not even. that's my that's my guess right now with, with i should I have you oh that is funny huh because right now i'm on chapter i ended on chapter four so six chapters you're thinking i'm thinking maybe six chapters okay but i don't know i just i felt like chapter three was shorter than chapter two it felt like it went by a lot quicker 
Yeah, I, I would also like to say that may, I think the, the nature of how you're playing it right now might not necessarily reflect how someone at home would be playing it, mm-hmm. right? Because you're, I don't know, do you feel like you're forcing yourself to do mission, 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 or are you compelled to do that? I'm compelled to, but I'm also doing it so that we have enough content to talk about on the podcast. Yeah, because otherwise you might like do a mission and then go and fish for three hours and then do some hunting and maybe find some collectibles and then go back and do another mission and at that point the action wouldn't feel like it just happened it would be like oh now because because you can also view it from the perspective of if you want action do a mission Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like that's the dynamic that they set up and at that point can you say oh there's too much action in this game you still can in my opinion okay (laughs) you still can because not every mission needs to be action there can be, you know, storytelling. There can be building characters, completely. relationships. I, I There's think... a few characters I feel like that haven't been super... I don't want to say developed. I feel like most of the characters have been developed, but the relationship between them and Arthur hasn't been as developed as it could be. Yeah, the, the, the clear fat in this game is the action sequences, in my opinion. It's a difficult balance to strike because that is the core gameplay, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what you build your character out for like buying guns and everything so to just say like oh let's just do you know walking by the lakeside and fishing for two-thirds of the missions like whoa i don't know about that because yeah that's too much but at the same time what they have right now is too much what yeah and i you know one of the games that i think almost struck that balance perfectly is grand theft auto 4 yeah that game had a lot of storytelling in it and like the action like the first major action sequence. You know what I had a lot of though was those following a car missions, which I'm not saying that it. it <laughs> I should say that. Hmm, let me rephrase how I want to say. It, no, I mean, you're right. I, I don't. I don't mean to derail you. I know what you're saying. Yeah, you it's just that it. there's a lot of slowness to the game, which, in my opinion, is not a bad thing. But obviously, you can disagree with me on that, or anyone can disagree. Who's I, I would love to play Grand Theft Auto Four through again. Me too. I didn't. I don't know that I actually played through it myself. I can't even remember, but it was, I was game. so young that I wasn't appreciating it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think I did a lot of watching my brother play or just playing free roam. And the thing was too is that a lot of people complained about the slowness of Grand Theft Auto Four compared to San Andreas. Um, and to mitigate that, Rockstar developed Lost and Damned and Ballad of Gay Tony, which are like pure action. Mm, yeah, that's a good. Especially point. Ballad of Gay Tony. Ballad of Gay Tony is like Grand Theft Auto Five, basically there's there it's just action after it's like let me let me steal a a train off of a a subway thing like that's the type of action i'm talking about with a helicopter like that's that's gta 5 action right there (laughs) i love that or like stealing like a helicopter with a minigun and blowing things up see what's funny though is that is probably closer to older gta games it is yeah thinking back to gta 3 every mission that you did was you know go Go. to a place shoot people blow cars up yeah steal a car run away Mm -hmm. drive away even san andreas was the same way a lot of not every mission but a lot of the missions san andreas is so good i love that game. i still haven't even played it but i've watched a lot of whoa you haven't played san andreas i've played it but i've not beaten it and i've not gotten far in the storyline oh it's but i know a lot of the missions are very action-packed yeah i think i think (laughs) it's funny to say that rockstar is being lazy because (laughs) obviously they're not lazy Mm -hmm. but as far as gameplay design goes, I think it's easy. It's so easy to just throw in more people to shoot. Have, have them shoot more people. Oh, 
they haven't done anything exciting recently, have them shoot more people. Yeah, let's go do a robbery. There are ways, I think, to have compelling gameplay that isn't violent, you know? I don't know what that is necessarily in the Wild West, because that's that's t- what you have. A- I, yeah, I just thought of a thought. I think the reason why the beginning of this game is so much slower than the middle of it, and I don't know how the end is, but... They're introducing mechanics at the beginning of the game, which lets you have these story-building missions where, let's introduce fishing, let's build a relationship between two characters, because that's all we can do when we're introducing fishing to the game. Or, let's go to the saloon and introduce the drinking mechanics and being drunk, and let's have Lenny and Arthur have a a moment together, because that's how we can make the players still have fun when they're not necessarily doing something that's pure action. Because there's also learning involved. Isn't that sort of sad though that that's what we have that to. you're framing it in that sense where it's only that slow because of gameplay reason X? Like the story should justify itself in saying <clears throat> this needs this slow moment needs to happen right now and that's okay. Mm-hmm. And I think we I don't want to make it sound like we're like totally against the story or anything no i i am enjoying the story but this does make me think about how much of the story is written for the action and how much of the action occurs for the story you know what i mean yeah yeah exactly like did we need to do that state that stagecoach mission no there was a few missions i don't think that needed to happen in any way they were there purely for action like the next mission i'm going to talk about want to go right into it uh well what what's what's the result of the valentine mission like how do they lose the heat they just run they just you just run away yeah yeah that's also sort of weird i I don't know and then i can go and pay off my bounty of 125 dollars yeah you just walk into a train station immediately after you lose your um wanted level but i will say that what rockstar did with the wanted system in this game i think is is fantastic compared to let's say grand theft auto 5 where your actions have lasting repercussions i do like that but i think after that mission we should be wanted dead or alive in Valentine. Absolutely. Yeah. And that that these sort of instances where they push the action lever all the way up make you start questioning these systems. It's like, well, why don't I have a super high bounty right now? Yeah. What if I would have done exactly that minus robbing the bank? Maybe you can rob banks. I don't know if you can do that actually outside <clears throat> of a mission. But I know you can rob certain things. But let's say I went into Valentine and killed 50 lawmen. Oh like, yeah, You'd what would like my bounty be? Thirty five hundred or something. Yeah, crazy. would I be? I'd probably be wanted dead or alive at that point. Yeah, um, but because we're doing a mission, we're gonna lower that. <sighs> yeah, and it's sort of sad that we have to even think about that. So I'll have to do some tests. I, I should I should save my game, and then I also need, I want to go to Blackwater to see what it's like to be to be wanted dead or alive in a mm. city to see what they send after me. Um, but I also want to go to a town and just destroy everyone in it and just see what happens. Well, we have a lot to talk about, but before we move on, I would like to pick your brain a little bit and say, let's pretend like you're the you're the gameplay designer or mm-hmm. whatever. I don't know the creative director. the writer. Sure, I don't I don't know whatever whatever, whatever the role is that yeah. does the thing that I'm about to say. Um, and you're and you're like, okay, too much action, right? We got to cut down on the action, trim the fat. This is this isn't necessary. This is it just becomes like laborious after a certain point what do you put there instead you know it's tricky but i think the one thing that would make it make it slightly doable sounds because now i say this it's like it's going to require everyone to to take part in this it's not something that you can just do really quickly um introduce some type of new character 
some type of side thing that introduces a, like a slow mission where you meet somebody with someone else, something like that. Um, it's hard to do, actually. It is it is pretty difficult to do without be, it being boring when there's no mechanic being involved that you're learning, which is why I can tell Rockstar did that. Yeah, um, I mean, they have... Because you don't want to be boring. They have mechanics where you're laying down dynamite on a railroad track, mm-hmm. right? And that's cool because dynamite explodes. Yes. But why can't they have a mechanic of you... I don't know, helping someone paint a building... <laughs> that's a terrible example i know what you're trying to say though. painting yeah a wall but you know what i'm saying like i know what you're trying to there, say there there could be side arcs and things that don't involve shooting 60 different people you know there's definitely a few characters too that um mary arthur's arthur's love interest where did she go she's just gone she's been gone for <laughs> missions for a long time this would have been the time in the game which probably during act four she's probably gonna come back because that's crazy. If she appears in Act 1 and doesn't appear till Act 5, that's insane. Way too long. But Act 3 would have been a good point to, let's do a mission where Mary is involved in make it less action-packed. Something to break up the pace. I yes. think that's the key is maybe, I, well, I think, I think I would cut down on the action, but the more important factor is giving the player a break. So maybe you rob a bank this mission, but the next two or even three missions are you, you know, having a night on the town with someone else yeah exactly or let's go get supplies for the for the camp let's go even you can do like a mini robbery something like that not something like super action-packed but you know but let's hear that you know a bunch of people like farmers are are taking cows somewhere or something like that and you can put them at gunpoint but you're not necessarily killing anyone you're just robbing them and getting yeah meat like for that, the, that for the is, camp. that is action but it's not gratuitous mass murder yeah it's not <laughs> so insane the, it's yeah. like something i could picture them realistically doing yeah because it doesn't involve yeah, murder that's exactly it and they probably would get away with it but it, w- it would just be like the reason why the the lenny mission is so fun is because you're not doing anything yeah you're just going around a bar and people are saying funny things like you could just go to like have ha- just go to roads with like kieran or someone and mm-hmm. just be like you know get into some some small mischief yep. that's not drawing the attention of the law but maybe you like steal someone's cow or something something yeah something like, small yeah something stupid that's not doesn't need it, not, not everything needs to amount to like a oh gun God, fight. something terrible is happening yeah maybe you get in a fist fight with somebody which is i love missions where you yeah, fight with your fists they're good. really yeah. fun it's very satisfying hmm yeah i, I brainstorm on me like brainstorm, brainstorm. On me. <laughs> brainstorm for me for next week um Try to come up with like like while you're playing, if you think of something that would be cool, I would like to know because I think that would be. <sighs> I'll think about it for it's, sure. It's a hard problem to solve because you don't know any. T- it's any time you're altering the structure of the game, you're potentially upsetting people and making other people more happy. You yeah. Know? So it's a. It's tough. It Let, is tough. Write in if you have some thoughts on that. Like maybe you don't think that there's too much action. I don't know. And like I said, I'm enjoying the game. It's not like I'm not. But since we're, if I wasn't doing this podcast, like I said, I wouldn't be you picking wouldn't this even apart. Think about it, I, yeah. Well, I might a little bit, but I wouldn't be picking it apart. I'd be like, okay, we'll just keep playing. And maybe the point isn't that there's too much action. Maybe it's that there's too much unbelievable action. That's I think that's what it is. Yeah, because like it's getting insane. Yeah, you could rob a bank and kill three people, and that would be a bank robbery still. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like, all right, this is the last thing I'm going to say about this because we need to move on. <laughs> but in Grand Theft Auto 4, I'm pretty sure after you do the bank robber mission, you lay low for quite a bit and it's smaller things that happen. It's yeah. not like you're going, okay, let's go steal an, a tank from the military. Obviously, military is not in GTA 4, but it's not something to that caliber right after you just robbed a bank. Even GTA 5, I think, does that a little bit better where you have heists breaking up the missions. And then after the heist, it's like, okay, let's start planning another heist, but it's not going to be for like six missions or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, thinking back on it, it's almost crazy to think of how much of Grand Theft Auto 4 is you just driving a car around Liberty and City and just talking. Yeah. But that's why you you care about the characters so much. But it's not like in in Red Dead Two you don't care about the characters. Um, I think the characters are all incredibly well written and mm-hmm. very. I care for them. If they if any of them died, I'd be like, dang. Yeah. Oh, like, shucks. that sucks. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens as so we as we go further. Next high octane mission. Next high octane mission. All right. So. <laughs> said lots of money yep that's true no one oh that's that was all right this was a funny comment relating to the so much action and how we said in strawberry everyone basically died who lived there micah even makes a comment saying that no one is alive from strawberry to remember what happened which is really (laughs) funny oh that's crazy yeah so it's at least a little self-aware it is no one's alive no one's alive from strawberry to remember what we did how do you say that and then like it's one thing to have an action sequence where a bunch of people die and then mm-hmm. say, okay, yeah, but it's a video game. Mm-hmm. But then to have a character reference how many people died, like, they, they would have pe- squads of people hunting them down. Yeah, they would. They wouldn't have just Pinkerton agents. They would yeah. be, like, the entire lawman <laughs> force of the entire place. Or just, place. like, families building a militia together yeah. in the wet. Could you imagine? Oh, that's, that's There's so no funny. way that the Vanderlyn gang should be this successful. That's all I can say. Are they that successful? I mean, they've been getting away with a lot and making a lot of money. Hmm. So I, I want to say they're pretty successful right now. I, and I, what there's also, like I was saying before, how it's really supposed to be more spread out than it is. Maybe there's some suspension of disbelief where it's like, oh, they wouldn't find them because they're just in the woods. You know, like, what are you going to do? Hope that you run into them in town or something? It's tough when, you know, build you're building a game world that looks so gorgeous and you don't want to fill it with like a mile long of forest just because that would make it make more and sense. You have to run through the forest every time you had to go to camp. Yeah, and yeah. so they just live in a tiny little Yeah. <laughs> we can't break it down too much because it's a video <laughs> game and there's limitations to yep. what they're able to yep. do. But I'm glad that we're talking about it because it's something to think about. Mm-hmm. And this game isn't perfect. No. As much as is. I like to there's but, a crack in everything. There is. And I'm still very much enjoying it. All right, let's move along. So, next mission, the Trelawney stagecoach robbery. <laughs> okay, what's this one? I don't remember this um, one either. Trelawney basically gets a hit. Uh, oh, so how it works is, um, I think this is a mechanic that gets introduced where you can go to the, I don't know what they're called, like the mailman? Like, that's not the right name. For the people who work at the mail stations, the post uh, mail office. Mail clerk? Yeah, the mail clerk, the post clerk. How about that? Um where you can either bribe them somehow or do something where they'll give you info on like where a, a stagecoach is yeah, going. Yeah, they like pass you a note. Yeah, they'll the pass street. you a note. So that this this in, this mission introduces that to you, and um, you're with Trelawney, of course, the guy who has all the knowledge in the world, apparently. But I do like Trelawney a lot. Ram. He is. He really <laughs> is. Um, he gets you know he gets sight of a stagecoach and and it's some it's some rich woman who like does opera, which is hilarious 
Uh, I don't know if you remember it, but not really. So you devise a plan where on the back of the stagecoach that this has carrying this famous person, the singer, um, you're going to basically sneak up behind them while Trelawney causes a scene and no one's paying attention and you're going to steal the money from the back. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I do remember this. This yeah. was funny. I, it was, I was, it was like a really fun mission. About yeah, this it was. A, I thought I was going to get caught. Yeah, it, it wasn't too bad to sneak up on them. Um, you don't really got to s- really sneak around people. You just got to do it slowly so no one sees you. Um, <laughs> but I loved the, the comment from Trelawney about how um, you know we're not going to make a lot of noise ourselves, but just get ready for the noise that's about to appear because of the singer, the opera singer. He oh. said it much more, you know, gracefully than I can because I'm not an actor. <laughs> He's very eloquent. He is so, very eloquent. So, wait, who is he saying that to? He's saying that to Arthur. Oh, like, okay. we don't, we're, this isn't going to make much noise, this mission. Which, this is actually, I, you know, I, I wanted to say, that, you know, here's another robbery mission. But this one's done well, in my opinion, because it's not pure action. I don't even think you kill anyone. You don't, you don't kill anyone in this mission. See, that's perfect. That's you what we're talking rob a stage about. Coach. Where if it's, it's, if it's like well articulated, where... Oh, the the mechanic is trying to rob the stagecoach while he's talking to someone and then not getting noticed. And then you just leave, right? Yeah, you just... They don't even notice you necessarily. Nope, no one even notices you. You just get out of there and that's the end of the mission. Yeah, so... And I think it it really built Trelawney's character up. Um, He's he's really funny, actually. Yeah. (laughs) He's very funny. He's so awesome. Um, And he's very very sly, the fact that he can manage to uh, win over this woman while he's riding beside them on stagecoach. He's a great mustache, huh? He really does. He's a good-looking guy. Like that's why he won that woman over. You, you <laughs> yeah, she was swooned right there. Um, and hearing her singing was hilarious. So was she singing or was she like screaming? No, no, well, no she would have been singing. Right? She would be singing he... like opera. Imagine opera, and yeah. that's what she sounded like. Just do it for us. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was impre- I wow. I was not expecting that. Come on. Wow. Oh my you don't know gosh. what I do in my free time. Is, are you an opera singer? I'm not. Oh, but I'm looking for it. So looking for jobs. Oh, I was like, you're looking for an opera singer? I'm looking, I'm looking for an opera singer, so write in if you are one. Um, yeah, so, the fun mission. It was fun. So, you, you sort of made it sound like, and now there's more action right after this, but because it really wasn't. Because this was probably the one mission that split up everything else action-related. Okay. It was kind of slow. Um, I do like that mission, yeah. Trelawney is cool. Does he feel like more part of the gang in this mission, or does he still feel sort of ancillary? He still feels on the side. Yeah. Not on the side, I should say, because that sounds negative, but he feels like he's there when he wants to be. Yeah. Um, but he's cool. I like him, and I'm glad that we had a mission that only focused on him. Um, upgraded ammo capacity fully. I told you that I upgraded like everything completely because I had so much money. Um, oh, yeah, upgraded awesome. my camp nearly completely. I bought um, all the max you know, food things you can buy, all the max ammo, max health. I bought all the upgrades for Dutch's camp, for the camp itself, and for Arthur's Lodge. Um, I bought the leather working, which I haven't even used yet because I need to go hunting more. Um, fully, fully decked out. Looks awesome. Awesome. And I did a little research on changing my FPS to be a little bit higher. So this is for if anyone's playing on PC, this is a really useful tip. If you turn down reflections from ultra to high, it gives you like 10 FPS for free. With no difference. So I'm basically running at like before I was running. 55 to 70 fps now i'm running 80 to you know 60 or 65 reflections reflections and i looked at the difference between ultra and high and it's it's very minuscule like you'd have to stand there and look at it i'll have to check to see if i 
You probably do if you set it up um, to not be maxed out, because there's no reason to run some of these settings in the game maxed I think out. I, I think I did. Another thing, too, don't run water physics at the highest. It just tanks your frame rate for no reason. Water physics for no reason? For, well, it looks better, but it's, like, so minuscule yeah, yeah. that it's not worth losing they, 20 they FPS. They are crazy physics, though. Yeah, but if you, it is worth running a high, in my opinion. I think the, the water physics are absolutely ridiculous in this game. Mm. Um, <laughs> hold on. Before I say, oh, all right. So this is this is this was a great mission. I, you know, I was complaining so much about the action, but these were really fun missions. So I so can't all that stuff that we said. But I still want more storytelling. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. all right, let's move along. This mission is the tobacco burning mission, where you go to the Gray's house and you burn all their tobacco. Oh yeah, this is an awesome mission. The gr- so what? I can't even like. I very clearly can think of what the Braithwaite's mansion looks like. What does the Gray's house look like? It's it's like a normal, it's not a normal house because it's obviously kind of like a mansion, but I think it's less glamorous. It's less glamorous than the Braithwaite's house, but also I didn't get to go in the Gray's house, so I don't know what it looks like. Hmm. Braithwaite's, you actually get to go inside and you see it and it's it's very glamorous. Um, <laughs> this is this is the Kieran quote of the week. <gasps> we got one. Yeah, nice. we got one. We I thought had a few, so nice. This is this was one of the funniest things I've heard in the game. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure, I'm trying to remember who said it. Uh, I want to say... I'm going to probably be wrong, so if someone else remembers who's listening, correct me uh, with an email. But I think it was Josea. I haven't even like heard his name in so long. I, Hosea? Hosea, thank you. That's, oh, like, that's not right. Yeah. Um, it was Hosea talking to Micah, or like one of like the, the wild people in the gang, you know? One of the, the wild the, men. The stupid people, quote-unquote. Um, he says, ain't childbirth a beautiful miracle? Seems ladies can birth monkeys after all. I thought that was absolutely <laughs> hilarious. What a what a burn! Oh my god! When he said that, I, I had to pause the game because I was. Laughing. <laughs> I thought it was so funny. Seems like women can birth monkeys after all. <laughs> wow, Hosea, he is so classy. It was either him or Arthur, but either way, it fits both of them. Yeah, making that. It seems like more. That's like that's a complex. Yeah, burn. I'm pretty sure it was Hosea. I'm not like 95% sure, but yeah, I thought it was absolutely hilarious. <laughs> Ain't childbirth a beautiful. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Um, yeah, it's this game's funny, man. It really is. Sometimes it'll just throw something out and it'll just be like, wow, yeah, it, was, nice. it was just really funny. And yeah. it does it so well too. It's not like Grand Theft Auto 5 where it's trying to be funny every second. Yeah, how I I struggle so much with that. Like, how is this game so much better story-wise? Or not even necessarily, well, probably story-wise, but also, like, the small moments, the writing is just mm-hmm. so much better. It is. I, w- I would definitely say that I, it's I better. I think it's because they they care about the characters. Like, And do- there's a bigger focus on a lot more characters than I think in 5, in GTA 5. GTA 5, you have the three main characters, you have Lamar, and you have a few other side characters who show up. The only characters that strike me as similar are those two horse brothers, and mm-hmm. maybe, like, a few other people, but... Those horse brothers seem like GTA Online characters, like yeah. like the crazy Asian guy that buys drugs from Trevor. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't even. I don't understand. I don't know. I don't know what his deal is. I, yeah, he's just on drugs. 24/7. He's just on drugs, and he's rich, I guess. And he has yeah. another guy with him that does all the around. actual things. I don't know. What are they trying to say with that? I don't know. Corporate greed, where I, like what? the person who's running a company is like the one who has all the issues, but because he has people running underneath him, like the company works. I don't know. I have no idea. That's a pretty for scraping something together. That was pretty good. <laughs> but even so, like, is it is that worth it? Please, if you have played Grand Theft Auto Five and you think that that game is funny, like it is funny. I'm not gonna say it's not funny whatsoever. 
But I think it, it just is it's trying too hard to be funny constantly. That's the issue. There are moments that are hilarious. Like what? Like, all right, well, I can't say some of the things that are said <laughs> Give me in an GTA Five now. The one where it's it's at the end of one of the missions. I think I've played it for you too, where he's talking about Franklin's new haircut, Lamar is. Oh, and like they go back and forth. Lamar That's just funny. Really funny. Yeah, Lamar is hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Um, and certain things with Trevor, where he'll be in these funny social situations and he'll yep. just be like an animal. Yep. That's funny. But I think it seems like they put so much effort into it that it's like, what? It's just constantly trying to shove humor in your face and like be like, look at this, look at this, look at this. And you're just like, I don't know. And every side mission is basically like supposed to be funny. Like, especially the I'm, the one mission that comes to my mind that is like so ridiculous. But, you know, it's Grand Theft Auto V, so it's going to be ridiculous. When Franklin finds that dog and he starts talking to it. Do you remember that mission? And it's then the a, dog like humps something or something. Not even that. Oh, that's that's actually all right. That was kind of funny, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Really I did like. I that just more. remember that they animated that, and I was like, "Oh, um, nice." That yeah, that mission's funny. But the, no, it's a side mission where you come across this dog that Franklin somehow can talk to, and it's like some old school things where he's like, "Someone's trapped in a well," basically, and the dog's like leading him on the way, oh, yeah. and it's like so ridiculous <laughs> that it's like it's trying too hard to be funny. Uh, but I don't even think about like that. Whatever, sure. That's but, like almost trying. That, but the that's characters—that's like perfect... what I don't get. Trevor's friends who are just like on meth all the time, and mm-hmm. they wear like they have like. Dra- I don't even. I don't understand who those people are. Maybe I just don't have enough cultural touchstones to understand who these characters are making fun of. Yeah, maybe that's common out in the West. I don't know. I, <laughs> they have a bunch I wonder of if, like if that. they specialize their humor too much for LA people because there's a lot of that. There's a lot of like there's the like the facebook press conference thing which i think is more people understand that yeah but there there's just this sense of like uh michael's son who's like the spoiled rich kid like i i guess that that's funny but he that's so far from my reality that i'm not i'm not interacting with these people and it's it's been done before and it's been done before it's not something new but maybe if you live in la and you're and you see that guy at starbucks and you're like oh, oh this that's guy. that guy yeah, yeah. or yeah. his or michael's daughter too we're like that is more realistic because I can totally picture someone like that existing. Yeah. And people like that do exist. Just being like wealthy and not, I mean, it's the same. And just going thing. out and like filming porn, basically. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm attractive. So I'm going to go to LA. And yeah. I made these new friends and they want to take advantage of me, but I don't even realize it because yeah, I'm stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I don't know. If you, if, if there's something that I'm missing about GTA five and it's humor, Please write in and let me know because I think there is something. Because you can't make a whole game and have it be like it's not pure humor, but it's a lot, and it feels. Is it just that I just don't like that sort of thing? Like that could be that. It's not for everyone. I'm not going to knock anyone who thinks the game. Yeah, I want to especially say this. If you think GTA Five is funny, that's perfectly fine with me. I'm not going to be like, oh, you're dumb because no, you think pre- the game is funny. If you think it's funny, write in and be like, this is why I think yeah, it's funny. I'd love to hear it. Be, I. I there's something there. I just don't get it. Mm-hmm. But maybe it's trying too hard to be like satirical. I think that's what it is. It's like it's like satire to the max because the uh, the other Grand Theft Auto games are funny. Like you go to the mob boss and he's like swearing up up. I don't know what whatever whatever mm-hmm. they do. They're making fun of like the Italian mobs and there's like this guy who's just these crazy personalities and they're funny. But then you the the mission is serious and you're like trying to fight a rival gang or something but mm-hmm. GTA 5 like every single thing is funny yeah 
what there's like the creepy lester guy oh my god i completely forgot about lester yeah and like uh, uh, i don't know it's just i don't get it yeah i don't know man the story i've always said since gta 5 came out the story was fun but it wasn't it wasn't that strong and that's compared especially that's to GTA what 4. sort of blows me away is how the the scale of the production compared to maybe it's not this but to my in my eyes like the how particular the sense of humor is and the writing is like that i'm sure that that would make a great web comic or mm-hmm. something because there's there's an angle there that's funny and it's poking holes at things but to have that be the the lens for this entire game yeah that is like 60 hours at least of content and it's quite it's yeah it's a long costs game. 500 million dollars to make or whatever it's just bizarre you know Mm -hmm. and we didn't even talk about comparing red dead 2 to red dead 1 and how they like how the the combat is so i think less in red dead 1 we'll talk about that later because we can't talk about that right now because that's going to be another 20 minute conversation (laughs) yeah maybe we should get through this yeah we'll get through it we'll talk about that when we're done with this game because maybe my opinion will be changed by then maybe all right so so oh oh, yeah oh you're saying that red dead 1 had less combat less combat and more storytelling wow yeah okay yeah <laughs> we'll talk not, about it some other time okay. all right tobacco field burning mission you know what this mission reminded me of instantly when i when i saw what the premise of it far was cry far three, cry burning three a weed farm what is the um, song that plays it's like oh uh like make it bundem by uh, uh yeah. it's one of the oh what's his name the bob marley bob marley's kid i said it's by skrillex but i don't think it is I think it is no that is that oh is. it is it's by skrillex with bob marley's kid in it that's a great song it's for an that epic mission, mission. man while you're getting high off the fumes and you're killing yeah, a bunch of people yeah and how many times are we gonna mention far cry 3 i don't know <laughs> i feel like we've weird? done it like three times i mean you like far cry 3 a lot i but, love far cry 3 well i guess i like it too it's a good game it's one of my favorite games i've played probably in like my top 15 um yeah so it's really fun to you you go in there um with a bunch of moonshine on the back of your wagon and they think that you're delivering it so mm-hmm. no big deal getting in there you end up killing a guy once you finally ride in which the conversation between um oh my god who are you with where's that paper figure it out let's see sean yeah you are it's sean thank you mm-hmm. it is sean sean's really funny sean is awesome. sean is like he, he he can really play a part really well especially in this when he's so calm even though he knows what's about to happen it's it's awesome like he is he's stone cold pretty much so what is, what is that situation that you're describing? It's that you're gonna burn down. You're gonna literally oh, oh, he's destroy like, oh, everything. Shine for you. Yeah, and, and he, yeah, he's gonna talk. Yeah. What happens is Arthur hides in the back, and Sean shows yeah. up there, quote unquote, alone. Um, and he he really befriends the guard up front by giving him moonshine and allows, allows him to sit with him while they ride slowly to a <laughs> yeah, barn. That's so cool. I love yeah. that. And you're hiding like, in yeah, the come back. On in. Yeah. yeah, and they have a good conversation about um, apparently the the guard's been having you know. It's been it's been sucking basically working for the Greys and like he needs this drink and whatnot. Mm, Just a nice little little building Sean up to be a cooler guy than maybe he sh- was before. I don't know. Yeah, but he's cool. Character um, development. Nice character development. And you get there, you kill the guy that you were with the whole time, um, the random guy. I forget his name. He even mentions his name, which like it's that's so stone cold that like you get to know this guy actually, and, and then you just murder him immediately. This, th- again, this is not. This is just some guy who's standing guard at on a farm. Yeah, you know he, w- Innocent, he was innocent completely. Just born into this family, and they were like, "Oh, 
Maybe he wasn't even born. He might. He, he could just be a born. worker. He was just a clone. He's just. He That's deep, man. Immaculate conception. <laughs> it's just <laughs> dropped on Earth. Wow, good, uh, good reference there. I'm glad that I got that right because I went for it. That was good. <laughs> is that what that? It is that, right? I think it is. Yeah. Mm, don't question it. All right. If, if Brett was wrong about that, don't write in. We don't. Don't, hear don't even. I don't even care. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. You kill the guy. Um. I think you know. I, one thing I noticed now that I think about this mission is that there's a few times where during these missions I feel like time is like gone really fast. Like it got nighttime super quickly, mm. which is interesting because. I know, oh man, how many times are we going to mention GTA 5? GTA 5, <laughs> when you start a mission and it's not the right time, it'll show a, a scene of the sky changing time, which is It skips fine. forward. It skips yeah. forward like you waited. Um, this game, I don't think, does that. It yeah, lets you start missions anytime. I don't know. I don't remember if I noticed it, like, come back later to start this mission. I don't, I can't really remember. GTA 5 does it, like, constantly. That's why I think it's stuck in my head. Maybe it just scales it, like... Like it, it like speeds daytime. up time yeah if it needs to be nighttime mm. i feel like i've noticed it got night really quickly especially in this mission mm. but anyway um you grab a thing of moonshine you do throw on your uh your masks for this one so game does re- <laughs> does remember to do this for you this time well actually you deliberately don't want to be noticed because they w- they want them to think that the braithwaite yeah so is that even plausible do you think no that doesn't make any sense that's su- <laughs> it's such a massive attack that why would the braithwaite's do this are they it's not like stealing horses that's this is one thing i was thinking about on my way here driving here that the the actions committed between let's try and get the braithwaites to hate the grays which they already do but think that they're like sabotaging each other stealing race horses is one thing or whatever they did i don't know how much they're worth five thousand dollars is what they say i doubt it but (laughs) burning the entire tobacco industry basically probably <laughs> in this area can you imagine how much money that's what i mean i'm invested that is that's like they just destroyed like you could say like a decade of work it's like their livelihood yeah, yeah. um th- those are not comparable things <laughs> and in the, any way and the grays are less i feel like i've said gray mains no you said grace you've okay you've been great what's gray mains, is that gray mains skyrim, skyrim yeah. but it's, it's in the back of my mind every time i say grays i'm like don't say mains <laughs> um they're they're less wealthy too so yeah, you're stealing are. the show horse from the braithways and you're just destroying the you're destroying the entire like they're not even going to be able to live after this um yeah you just you just burn their entire tobacco field down which is really fun to sneak around um this was actually i did a perfect perfect run of this without getting caught and i was very very surprised i don't think i did that that's i didn't even know that you could that's yeah. awesome um it reminded me a lot of metal gear solid which is really funny like waiting wow. watching the paths of the guards because they literally are padded out where like you sit and wait and watch them see how long they turn around and you can make it every single time the game gives you enough time which is very well oh you didn't like assassinate them no i didn't kill a single person just snuck around that's awesome yeah so that was cool killed the guy that was in the cart with you unfortunately he had to go so what do you do to light them on fire i don't remember you pour okay so you pour all the moonshine on all the areas you need to do and then you go back to the to another barn where you have molotovs basically and you Mm. just start throwing them and like this was this was epic like fighting completely surrounded by fire and fighting uh, all the grays off and it's nighttime and so it's you can nighttime by firelight yeah it oh, looks that great is amazing it was fun and you know we just talked about too much action but this was cool hey actually this action uses the foliage doesn't it it the, does the yeah tobacco so hey we got two missions out of that two missions that use the the foliage um and then you steal horses you run away so so are the grays are they yelling things like gosh darn braithwaite's burning our tobacco i don't think they are so, like, what are they thinking is going on? 
They just think some like someone's sabotaging them. I don't remember them specifically mentioning the Braithwaites are here or something like that. They just think someone's attacking them, basically. Yeah. Um. It's they, they, yeah. They're kind of just like you know you get off of our land basically or like stop them, kill them now. <laughs> it is really funny. Like the the Vanderlands don't know scale at all. They're, no, yeah. It's, like it's just, you could you could probably accomplish what they're trying to accomplish by just. I don't know, maybe burning one patch of tobacco. Yeah, they like, could have just, just done throw, a drive-by. Just throw one Molotov and then yeah. run into the woods and they'll be like, ah, oh, probably the Braithwaite's kids yeah. doing something. They never would have gotten caught instead of destroying their entire thing. And it would still, thing. like, it would make the sense. function. Yeah, it would make sense. And it, I don't know, man. I guess go big or go home, right? Go big or go home. <laughs> Burn everything to the ground. Yeah. I'm surprised they didn't just destroy the entire house and just the graves don't exist anymore at this yeah, point. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> it would have been the same outcome. <laughs> either way um but and that that's the thing too they're they're killing grays like lots of them too. lots of them and you want them to f- fight the braithwaite right yeah and so, you're just getting rid of their army basically yeah what do they <laughs> it's no no half measures they're just like destroying the grays and be like oh i hope that they think the braithwaite did it it doesn't matter you killed everyone <laughs> And burn their tobacco. Yeah, the grays are worth like a thousand dollars now. Shaking his cane and being like, "Oh, the Braithwaites <laughs> killed my whole, <laughs> all of my grandchildren." And you know, you, we can we can chalk this up to we can't blame we don't have to blame it on Rockstar that it was bad writing or bad thinking about the repercussions of what's actually happening. You could say the Vanderlins are just kind of stupid sometimes. Oh, I think that's very true. Yeah, I don't think I don't think I wouldn't necessarily put this as bad bad storytelling or bad that's not what it would be i don't know what you would call this it is sort of weird though like i don't know that they necessarily wrote this to be like oh and now the vanderland gang is is over investing in this plan and Mm -hmm. doing too much i think they're like okay now they did something for braithwaite so they do something for the gray mains but you did say gray mains right oh no (laughs) the grays gray main of battle boy Yeah, I, I'm just surprised no one at Rock... Maybe someone did, and they just were like, ah, it doesn't matter. Where no one thought that these two events aren't comparable, basically. I would love to get into... Just be a fly on the wall and try to understand how they create this. Yeah. Like, what... They storyboard everything out, probably. Mm-hmm. And then they start writing the dialogue and recording... Recording... Um, dialogue yeah yeah yeah. and then what it just the scale is insane i don't get it man how do you make this game it is you know it's insane that's probably why it's got a high i don't think the budget's been revealed and i think we've talked about it but it's got a higher budget than gta 5 i'm assuming oh it must it It, must it's it's so detailed and then like if you make a mission right one mission what is that like a million dollar mission probably more than that is that even an, an exaggeration i don't think so Especially with the no, probably so it's not a like dollars, if you're but... looking at that investment, mm-hmm. and you're saying, "Gee, I don't know if the I don't know if that's really equal because they stole their horse and now they're burning all this tobacco." What are you gonna do? You're gonna cut the mission. You're gonna say, "Oh, I'm gonna replace this with a, another mission with different dialogue where they go and they steal a dog, <laughs> whatever." <laughs> like now, how how far into it are they? Like, oh, maybe this is a bit much. Like the strawberry thing. Yeah, I wonder how much was cut from this game. I don't know. I'd be very like, curious. Is, is this trimmed down already? Maybe they it has are... to be. There's no way this game was. They just made everything and they're like, all right, this is it. No, I, I agree. But I wonder if they would even take out more had they had the chance. 
But why, like, <laughs> why, this is, this goes back to the thing of, like, if you, it, they, they don't need to pad. They no, have they don't. At least 60 hours of content or something, mm-hmm. whatever it is. So why, I don't understand it, man. It's so confusing to me. But I also wonder if, you know how we, I was saying, like, Dead Rising is so cool. Like, they, they've designed everything out. But then you were saying, oh, well, I looked at earlier builds online. It was really interesting how some things didn't really come together. Yeah. How much of it is us assuming, like, articulated design took place when it was really just like, oh, let's do another mission for the Braithwaite's and then throw this here. And, uh, oh, maybe they'll burn stuff yeah, down. Like that Far Cry 3 mission. Yeah, yeah. that will be cool. And then they just throw it in and it's like we did it like yep. not in the next mission how much was it actually just just chaos yeah well that's what that's what like agile development is supposed to be where the i some of the ideation and the creativity comes from the people who are actually building things out mm-hmm. but i don't know that rockstar would do that i'd be curious to find out i'd, I'd picture rockstar being the people who would plan something out yeah they i mean they did for gta 4 very deliberate like they they planned out that there was going to be other episodes where you play as other characters that were actually in the missions mm-hmm. already. They did plan that out. They had to have. Uh, I don't know. Uh, did they? Yes, they had to have. Okay. <laughs> they had to have. There's no way they did not think that they were going to make DLC for this game. Or for GTA 4, and it wasn't going to involve those characters. Oh, okay, because they are in the cutscenes. They are in stuff. the cutscenes, and they, they play roles that are kind of major. But anyway. 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 Um... What what goes on next? You burn in tobacco field, you get away, and apparently no one knows it was you. But we'll see about that. You had the mask on. Yeah, the mask and on. You, so no one has any idea. They only was. the only people that would do that are the Braithwaites. Yeah, there's Those no one dirty else. Dirty Braithwaites. So. No one else we know could possibly. No do No one this. would do that. Not the people that just robbed the bank in Valentine yeah. and are just causing anarchy everywhere they go. Yeah. Not those people. I can't imagine like the name that that gang has. Like they've done <laughs> so much. Yeah. Is it just that no one knows that it's them besides for the Blackwater or? I mean, it might yeah. just be like, oh, some thugs, like like you said, cattle rustlers robbed the bank in Valentine. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. Man. Why would you necessarily attribute a name to that? When you've done, when you got a, when you've you done this much, yeah. When you got a, or what is it, rap sheet? Is well, that the what right was name? the name of those people who killed everyone in Strawberry? Oh, we don't know. They were just some thugs. Yeah, it was just, <laughs> it was just some thugs. Um, but how could they know? That's the other argument. Like, like the Pinkertons know who they are, so they're like, oh. 35 bodies were found in this yep. town probably the vanderland gang yeah but if you're just like some guy a normal civilian yeah or even even a lawman you might just be like oh i mean that's bad that's bad hopefully it doesn't happen to us yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know man um all right next mission now this was this this mission had a lot going on so i'm pretty sure it's pearson that gets notice or gets he hears about that the o'driscoll's want to form a truce with not really a truce but more of like yeah they want to um what's it's not a truce i don't want to say that yeah i guess be like let's go our separate ways and stop trying to kill each other i guess that is a truce that's a truce yeah so they want to form a truce um arthur immediately thinks that this is the worst idea that we should yeah it's a massive trap and how does Pearson hear get, this? Yeah, I don't remember exactly the the maybe like someone hear. approached him in a bar or something. Something, yeah, it was something. I think it was it wasn't really talked about too much, other than the fact that he knows about it and that it's his fault basically if anything goes wrong because he's the one who said that we should do this. Um, Pearson, what? What he? Pearson, he he heard about it and he also was this one saying yes, we should do this. Yeah, he was the one that was like this. This could be like 
Oh, this do you go save us. to a place with Pearson? No, you don't. It's just you come you come back to the base. Oh, and weird. Pearson just mentions it. This that's sort of. I mean, it's very suspicious because you haven't had any conflict with the O'Driscolls since the snow, right? Yeah, it's been point. quite a bit. So, why are they like? Hey, I know we haven't seen you in a while, but let's have a truce. Yeah, let's... <laughs> like what? It, it would make more sense if maybe there was a vicious fight where a bunch of people died on both sides, and it's mm-hmm. like, oh, maybe we should have a truce. But yeah, I don't, know, I don't know if that makes sense, but whatever. No, it makes more sense, especially than this. Um, <laughs> Gutch at first thinks it's probably a trap, mm-hmm. but then I think. Who manages to talk him over? Pearson manages to talk him over to doing it. And um, maybe it's Micah. Micah might go with them. Micah, yeah. I think it is. Um, yeah. What? What's the reasoning? I don't understand. Because, well, so Dutch killed um, his brother, Colm O'Driscoll, the leader. Yep. He killed his brother. And O'Driscoll has killed, um, I don't remember her name, but Dutch's love. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they want to go, you know, like bygones be, be bygones, basically. And let's forget this. That's apparently why they're feuding, which isn't, I don't think that's revealed until this mission of why they're enemies. Like that is the reason right why, right there why they're enemies. At least a major reason. I mean, they're also competing gangs. They are, but like that's why there's a feud specifically. It's not like it's there's, there's blood boiling over. It's not just it's business. Not, yeah, it's not just like you're on my land. It's more like you've killed my brother. Yeah. Which okay. is a lot different. Oh, okay, so it's more of like settling a personal dispute than it is necessarily like let's have our ban- uh, gangs get together and... Yeah, it's more like yeah. let's talk this out. Hmm. Okay. Which And Dutch is interested in doing this. Dutch ends up saying what how it can't hurt us to to go see what's going to happen and so you go up there together with um i think it is micah i'm pretty sure micah you micah and dutch go up there bring micah for the peace (laughs) yeah exactly that makes perfect sense um it might not be though i could be wrong let us let us know if you um if you remember exactly go up there and immediately i knew something was going to go wrong when they tell arthur to go off by himself and go sit atop a perch and be a sniper, basically. I was like, that's the worst idea. There's no cover in this area that Arthur's in. Like, if the other rival gang, if the O'Driscolls had a sniper just also doing the same thing, they could have just killed Arthur because he's not paying any attention to his surroundings. He's just watching them. So it's, wait, it's a bad idea. I don't think that is a bad idea. I think that's the idea. No, but like... (laughs) If if you go into like a big drug deal, for example, mm -hmm. you're going to have a sniper in, in a nearby rooftop but the thing is on a rooftop haven't you played grand theft auto yes but hold on it's different because on a rooftop you're secluded this is he's not secluded he's just on a perch on in this area it's not even like it's really far away it's not it's just Um, like in in is there like woods behind him no it's just wide open Hmm. it's it's not it's not like he's on a roof where you know if if you start getting a shootout you can duck into cover or like no one it's really hard for someone to sneak up on you when you're on a roof, because they have to get up on the roof. Yeah, and that's enter the true, building. too. Um, of course he's going to get snuck up on. That's exactly what happens. Oh, is that really what Yeah, happens? he gets snuck up on and gets <laughs> hit behind the head. Um, and they take you. And the whole thing was a setup to um, have Dutch come and save you, basically. And they were going to just turn Dutch over into the law. Turn the whole gang over into the law. They were going to set you up to to have you arrested by lawmen. It, it, this is so stupid. <laughs> Tell me why. <laughs> not not the uh, just what they're doing oh yeah okay okay. why 
Yeah, so it's so dumb that they think that. Because Dutch is like, what is he? What? You're going to... You ah, uh, this that's that's uh, that's frustrating. I, you know what's funny is I don't re- I don't really don't remember this. Mm-hmm. I I feel like I remember the beginning more probably because it was like fresh. Yeah, went like as I experienced it, but then towards the middle of the game, I don't really remember as much. I definitely remember the ending because I played that more recently. But so you, wow. And then is is Colm there? Yeah, Colm is there. Wow, this is the introdu- introduction to Colm, I believe, as a character. Yeah. He's a really good antagonist. Like, he is, like, immediately I just disliked him, which is exactly what you want in an antagonist. Um, But he's, like, he's got a certain way that he talks that's very, he's, like, an anti-Dutch almost, is really the way to put it. Yeah, what does that mean? Like, Dutch is very, very calm and very, what's the word I'm trying to think of? charismatic he's like whimsical yeah he's he's it's almost like a cartoon character sometimes mm, by yeah. by how he acts and colm is like what i would actually picture a leader of a gang being like like being extremely like what's the word i'm trying to look? not wild that's not the word at all but like like a trevor he's kind of like a trevor almost mm. he's like an anti-dutch that's what i mean like he he seems like he'd be like the one that would do something crazy i want to see this scene again i really don't remember this I wish we, this is like when it would be a good time to be a video podcast because we just throw it up yeah. and we could watch it. Yeah, but it's, that's okay. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> but then we got to do all the stuff. Yeah, it's too much work. You know. um, <laughs> so yeah, Coleman's a really cool character and you get some really, you get some one-on-one time with him when they end up kidnapping you basically. And I thought this, this whole sequence was going to be a much longer sequence of me trying to survive and I'm kind of upset that it wasn't. Um, you basically, it's a really long cutscene. Um, hey, this is an instance then when they use a cutscene instead of having gameplay, right? It's tech. You can look around though. It's not really a cutscene. It's not like a third-person view of you hanging there for most of the time, or like being drug around. Drug, <laughs> dragged, dragged around. <laughs> is drug really not a word when it comes to that? Dra- I, I, drug I, is a word. Well, I know it's a but word. not. Well, what's the? What, why do you need a different past tense of drag if you have dragged? Because it swam instead of swimmed. Isn't swimmed actually a, a way you I can... I don't think swimmed is a thing. I don't know, man. I'm I not... Know. I never said I was good with words. If you want good grammar, listen to a grammar podcast. <laughs> if you want good grammar, just listen to Tyler speak. How about that? Uh, don't don't set up expectations. <laughs> um, um, so yeah, like when you're getting taken... I actually really like this. When you're getting taken by the O'Driscolls, it shows these viewpoints of Arthur on the back of a horse like you can hear over here dialogue that's happening where they're just talking about you know we finally got one of them vanderlyn boys mm. and especially like you know the the second in command basically besides dutch this do, is like do the they second speak best highly person. of him or are they just like oh we got some guy oh no they don't speak highly of him no they okay. think he's scum no but like do they are they like oh we got one like one no, of no, the no. vanderlyn okay no they don't even do that they just mention that you know we got one of we got Dutch's love, they don't say that, but you basically could say it's like Dutch's love. Oh, uh, Dutch's soulmate. Dutch's More soulmate. than a son to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, you get brought down into this like cellar where I I really thought this was gonna be um I don't want to mention it too much, but the end for Arthur. Not the not the end for <laughs> Arthur, but like a mission where you're forced to not have anything for a while and you kinda like sit there and hear dialogue. It is kinda like that, but I just want it to be a little longer. You I, know what I mean? I love that in games where they strip you of everything and just like figure it out yep and that's why i died in this mission 
No this way. This is the mission where I finally died. Oh, you made it very far. Yeah. I'm, is this chapter three or is this end chapter End of chapter four? three. End of chapter three. End of chapter three, I made it without dying. And the only reason I died is because I was stripped down from everything. And I did not know the mechanics of how throwing knives work. That's the oh. only reason. Because <laughs> um, it only took me one try to do it. After I died the first time, I was fine. But you end up having a conversation with O'Driscoll where he tells you the plan. That's pretty much what happens. Um, I'm starting to remember this more. You like pull the... Th- throwing a knife out of something and that's how, how you escape from the ropes well you um you swing and you pull this like lock thing basically like a lock breaker and you unlock your um your feet where you're hanging and um from there you why is that within <laughs> yeah <hold on. laughs> that's like so oh my gosh you're hanging up and then but oh look there's the key is right on the that's table a video over game there. mechanic right there well it's also on tv shows oh yeah it's like a it's a there's a certain word for it um i can't remember what it is it's like ex machina it's like when that it's it's after it's named after like a movie or something like that where like something is there just to make the story move along. Oh, that what is that called? It's not Ex Machina though. That it's way different. It's like the I only know about it from Cinema Sins. That's the only reason why I know what that MacGuffin? term is. I don't know. That's not what he calls it. Are you sure it's not a MacGuffin? What it is could that be? Then? No, I'm not That's saying like it could be. Thing. I don't know. Darn it. Okay, well, it's one of those things, and every movie basically has one at, at some point. Um, anyway, you end up breaking out, and it's a sneaking mission, which at first I was extreme. Well, actually, I was not for the entire time. I was extremely worried that this is going to be the time when I die because I don't have guns. Uh huh. And so I'm sneaking around for a little bit, and at first I was like, I don't know where the heck to go. Like, it just kind of throws you in there. You can't see very well either because the whole screen's just pure red. So, oh, and it's nighttime, right. so you're actually like limited yeah, on vision. Yeah, you're really beat up. Yeah, you are really hurting. Um, and I ended up killing one guy, and I was like, this isn't the right way. It says you need to get on a horse. And I finally looked at the map and saw that my horse is there, and my gear is also there. So I was like, okay, this is where you need to go, basically. So I'm sneaking around. I finally see a guy just kind of chilling on like a, by like a little um, barn, kind of, where your stuff is being held. And I didn't know how the throwing knife worked, so I just clicked it and just threw it and it missed completely because you have to hold it down to and get accuracy it. and then it's like a bow and arrow um oh yeah it's very oh, similar it's to a, that. yeah if you just tap rt it's like a floppy throw yeah it's, it's just a terrible throw and yeah. of course i did that and immediately he noticed that you know a throwing knife flew near him and i managed to kill him with another throwing knife once i figured out how it worked but by then i'm surrounded by tons of people with guns oh and there was they were no like, way hey we got someone over here yeah yeah and there was no way i was surviving it as as soon as i realized what was happening i was like this is yeah, not worth it i just stood naked there with two throwing knives i just yeah. stood there and let them kill me because oh, was, so that's the end of my streak okay. no it wasn't wor- i ran out of throwing knives i think that was the other thing too oh. <laughs> so i was literally unarmed being shot at by tons of people yeah you weren't going to get out of there there was no way um so second try was very very easy because the throwing knife is a one hit kill i believe anywhere it appears like it is. It I killed everyone. That's an interesting question. That's like Call of Duty style throwing knives. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, um, got away. Wasn't hard at all. It's just unfortunate that I didn't know how throwing knives worked or else I could have done that easily. Was it like too easy, do you think? I think there needed to be more time spent on Arthur being naked. And, <laughs> you know what you I just mean? like looking at his body. <laughs> we need more butt shots. Yeah, we need, we need more of that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what is... God... No, what I meant, you know what I meant, but having no gear was, yeah, was cool. Yeah, it, was, yeah. it was different and being, you know, beat up. And I think it would have been cool to have a mission where the O'Driscoll's like torture you basically and you get to hear more of what's going on on the inside of the game. Isn't there enough torture in uh, Rockstar games? I know. There's, this was this was like, I, I assume this is the torture mission of the game because 
Except you're Did you experiencing get tortured. It. Yeah, you pretty much. I mean, you get beat up. It's not like you don't get. It's not GTA Five style where you take you know um, battery clippers and attach yeah. them to someone's nipples. It's yeah, not that insane. equivalent. But um, who? Who? Who's? Who's? Are, while you're hanging up, are people like interrogating you? Col- no, they're not really interrogating you because they're waiting for Dutch to get they're there. They're just taunting you. Yeah, they're just taunting you. They're just using you as bait. And Colm is there. Colm is the one that's talking to you, and he ends up leaving. He walks out of the room. I, I, you know what I bet? I bet you I did this right before I took a long break from the game. Mm-hmm. Because I don't feel like I I have much of an impression of Combs' character. And he shows up later on, and I'm like, who's this guy again? Like, that's that was my... Th- I, I just it, it wasn't a meaningful connection, but I bet you if I played it like you're playing it now, it would have been so much more impactful. So Yeah, I, I like I said, it was cool. It was cool finally seeing him, this guy that had been talked about so much. And I, I love the way he looks, too. I don't know if you remember how he looks, but he's got really long hair. He looks like a mountain man. He looks like a mountain man, basically. Yeah. yeah. He looks he looks crazy. <laughs> um, what a weird name. Colm. Colm O'Driscoll. Colm O'Driscoll. That's a, O'Driscoll. That's a good name. It though. sounds like you're chewing on it as he's Colm O'Driscoll. Yeah. yeah. He's the guy who would have like tobacco packed in his, in his mm-hmm. gums. That's exactly what he is. Um, you know, and I made this... Um, oh, yeah, this was... Actually, I didn't, I, we're talking so much, I'm not reading my notes. One thing I wanted to mention, too, is before you get taken and you're having a conversation with your group group mates or your gang mates while you're going to do this truce thing. Your um, playmates. Your playmates. <laughs> your acquaintances. <laughs> uh, Micah mentions that it's it's referenced a lot that Micah's crazy and like he needs to calm down a lot. Going into the, the deal with the O'Driscoll's? Just in general, that Mike goes insane. Like that, he needs to he needs to lay. Who low. is saying this? Like Arthur says it all the time. Where Mike goes like a hothead. Um, yeah, I think even um, Hosea says it. He's only been point. there for three months or something. six months. Six months, or actually, it's six months after this mission because this mission time flies by a little bit. Um, oh, is that right? Yeah, because when you when you finally break out and you get back to camp, you have to heal up. So the game skips <gasps> a few weeks. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Um, which at that point he's been there for six months. I actually wonder if they should have done that more often so that the action was more believable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, that that could. Yeah, yeah, that would be a good way to do it. Um, but anyway, it's mentioned that Micah Micah's carelessness is from a good heart. He 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 puts himself in these really crazy situations because he wanna he wants to benefit the camp as who's, much as possible and who's saying this micah's saying it okay it's like he <laughs> what he has a good heart he like his his carelessness and in, in rushing into things and being he's insane, just so passionate about he, that's what he says camp. basically which i was like okay i don't know if that's necessarily true but that's what it's nice to give a reason that someone it. who's a crappy person would say it like, is like oh oh I'm sorry was I being rude to you I'm just so passionate about what I do like no okay, you're just an yeah. inconsiderate jerk <laughs> I don't care about your passion don't be a jerk mm-hmm. you know but hey when you know one thing we can say about Micah though is that when he has a plan it is crazy usually but they get the money so it works out what what are your <laughs> standards though like maybe there's money there that doesn't mean that you should take it that's the issue there's no th- that's the whole issue with the vanderlin yeah <laughs> that's not just Mike. that's true that's true um i don't know i wrote it down because it it, it was interesting is that is, is that defensible to you i don't think it's defensible but like it gives a more layers to his character yeah to why he is the way he is he's not just a trevor like he's he's trying to to help the gang he's just kind of crazy yeah i wonder like how much of so do you view his actions as selfless 
No, <laughs> because he also tries to waste time trying to get his own gun back from that house, oh. which is a very selfish thing to do when you're murdering everyone in Strawberry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. It's just I wrote it down. It, it, it caught my attention when he said it. I try to write down anything that catches my attention. Yeah, he has a good heart. Like, okay, that's that's exactly the level of like distorted morality that is present throughout mm-hmm. this game. Where yeah. No, Micah does not have a good heart. But he's going to convince himself that he does so that he can fall asleep at night yeah. without having nightmares of all the men that he's killed. <laughs> and all the situations he puts his gang in. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, what mission... What, what am I even talking about right now? Oh, yeah. So, okay. That's the end of... You escape from the O'Driscolls, but then what? You heal up. You get They, they take you in. You make your way back to camp. Yeah, you run and you end up like passing out and your horse kind of brings you back. Which, I thought about this while it was happening. I was like, this wouldn't make any sense if you had just gotten a new horse. Like, this horse I'd had for a long time, so maybe it does know its way back to the to the camp. But like, this would... If you had a new horse, this would make no sense. So your horse... Okay, your horse pulls up... To camp with like Arthur passed out. He's he's awake again, but he passes out for a little bit. He does for sure. He's <laughs> like know. slumps I guess, over. I guess if you were in going in the direction of the camp, then your horse would just keep going. I guess so. But I don't know. You know, Taya Taya to the rescue, basically. There we go. Yeah. Taya's a great horse. Um and you get back to camp and I, I did like the fact that everyone was obviously everyone's gonna be super worried about Arthur, but it's nice to actually see that. Um, you know, it's, it's, I think it's always great when a main character gets in like a serious situation where they need to be rehabilitated by all the other side characters like this. It's cool to see everyone care for everyone him. come together and be like, Oh yeah, we need to take care of him. Yeah. And do you get the impression? Like how, do you know how long Arthur was kidnapped for? It had to have only been a couple days at max, max, yeah. max. Cause I, I do think like they would have gone and got him like pedal to the metal. Yeah. I don't. It, it's like they didn't even realize he was gone, like or that he was kidnapped. That's what's interesting to me. When he gets back to camp, it's it doesn't seem like they're aware that the O'Driscolls took him. It's really odd. So do you get do you get any sense of how the meeting went after Arthur got knocked out? No, you don't. You have no idea how that meeting went, and they don't. I don't even think they talked about it really. But the whole point of the O'Driscolls taking him was so that they could lure dutch to show up that's what they said yeah so they would have let them know somehow i don't know man it was it was really odd um the fact that it wasn't mentioned whatsoever because i so yeah that's what's weird is like did you show up and then dutch was like oh i was just about to go get you arthur no he doesn't say that he was like i i'm pretty sure he even mentions like we had no idea where you were which is interesting because if you think about it from a whole like this is like almost meta the fact that if you're playing the game, you can just leave camp whenever you want. So maybe they just thought Arthur was off doing something. <laughs> it's super meta. Yeah, like, oh, you uh, did you go f- get, catch some good fish, Arthur? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, they had no idea where he was. And that's, if you think about it, it kind of makes sense. And I don't know if they meant to do that. <laughs> but slightly it does. Yeah, I mean, you, that's sort of what I'm getting at with the criminals, like, getting away with stuff. Where you, if someone just leaves, like, oh, I don't know where they are. So mm-hmm. there's no way of tracking them or unless you have magic powers like Arthur, like following golden trails. Yeah, where you can see things that don't <laughs> exist. Yeah. Yeah. That is interesting, though. Like, <laughs> just show up like totally brutalized. Like, oh, where have you been, Arthur? Yeah, it's it's. <laughs> but they're obviously worried about him. But yeah. I don't think they mentioned that the O'Driscolls took him. They don't like, oh, you're finally you're OK. Yeah. Like, we were worried about you. It's more like, what the heck happened? And they don't say, like, oh, we're going to hit him back. No, I don't think they do. What? That's weird. It's really odd. 
Um, maybe I'm remembering it wrong, but I played it today, so I think I should be remembering it right. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Nice. Um, so yeah, that happens, and I I love the fact that when you when you get put into like this coma, quote unquote, you're not in a coma, but time passes quite a bit, and when you wake up from this, you have su- I had a super long beard, which I hadn't seen at that point because I always grew oh, myself, yeah, yeah, yeah. and even the hair got longer, which I noticed immediately. I was like, wow, this is interesting because I didn't even know that hair could grow in this game, like your actual. You know, head on or hair on your head. Oh, you thought that it would beard. just stay at the yeah. compact level? Oh no, yeah. it gets long. It's yeah, funny. it was super long. It was a max length actually. Um, because I also found out barbers exist at this point, which I didn't know. What? They did. Had no idea you could change your Molly hairstyle. Shave, man. Yeah, no idea. Um, yeah, you look crazy with that. Was only on a beard level of six out of ten. <laughs> I was like, Jesus! It's like he already <laughs> looks like he's a, a mountain man. What does ten look like? Is he just yeah. like? Is he the guy from Polar Express that drives the train? <laughs> He's got like a dreadlock for Didn't a beard. We mentioned Polar Express last time. We, I think we what did. Is, what is that? Oh, yeah, because we talked about trains. Yeah, so I guess it true. makes sense. Okay, <laughs> that's why I said beards. it specifically. Yeah, because we've mentioned it before. Um, yeah, no, it's insane. Um, and I, I did not like the look at all. Which that's just my opinion. I know I have a lot of friends who purposely let Arthur get really long hair. It seems like it seems like it would, it's more fitting of a low honor Arthur. I think. Like yeah, a probably rough and tumble gross looking cowboy yeah the way i'm playing him right now is a more honorable but because he seems more like clean like not necessarily not 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 actually clean but you know what i mean what's is the thing you put in your hair called pomade or pomade pomade is that what's um i started doing that to my guy i really like the way it looks um makes with long hair not with long hair so once i got to the barber um you can i think i got like a a a fade of some kind, but I kept it at like a length of four. Yeah, you can get a fade. I was like, what? This is like existed back in the 1890s? Well, yeah, that is funny. I mean, you could cut your hair like that. But that wouldn't like that. Like you have to discover a style. It's like, that's a very specific way to do hair. To have it short and then gradient out. Yeah, like the gradient thing. That's not something that naturally could just happen. Like you purposely have to go for that style. But if... Yes, but also if it's like, oh, longer on the top than on the sides, then you might naturally think, oh, this will look better if I made it green. Yeah. Okay. So it could have naturally happened. Well, I mean, obviously it naturally happened because someone had to discover it. But 1890s, I don't know if it makes sense. Arthur's like, can you do one of them fades for me? (laughs) I'd like a fade, please. (laughs) Why, yes, sir. But it looks really good on him. Um, And I kept it like a length four and I kept it. I think I did like a slick back fade. Nice. Very nice. Oh, all the, that's funny. That's like what my hair does a little bit. Yeah. I guess I have a part, but. Did yeah. it completely slicked back. It looks real nice. He looks sharp. And I still got the uh, the goatee going on. Kept that the whole game. I really, I, I think it fits him really well, a goatee. Mm, yeah. Especially the way I'm playing him. Like an honorable, somewhat honorable guy. Do you have high honor, by the way? Actually, I, I didn't even talk about this last time. I, I made the bar pop up somehow to show that. I what honor I was. down on the. D-pad I'll have or... to check it when I um, next time I play to see if I can get it pop up again. I'll try that. But it popped up for like half a second. And I saw that I was almost completely neutral. What? I was slightly leaning towards uh, honorable, That's very crazy. slightly. And like I've done you gotta quite throw a back some more fish. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've done a few dishonorable things too, in in like in the last couple of days that I've played, like any time there was a few times where I had random events happen and I ended up killing someone, and I got you know someone witness came by and saw them and I killed them. <clears throat> and you get yeah. dishonor for doing that because i don't want to get a crime reported for me martha morgan come on um 
And I had to do it like three times because someone would witness the murder of the witness. And I was like, oh my God, this never ends. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much chasing people down. And finally managed to get away from everyone. But so that's that'll add up, though. It did. I think maybe that knocked me more towards neutral. I'd be curious to see what it is now. I haven't done many honorable things. Um, I saved like one woman who was like being kidnapped or something like that. Yeah. No, she could have been a criminal. I have no idea what was going on. That's true. Why is saving that woman by default honorable? Yeah, I could. She could have. She could have committed genocide or something. I don't know. I guess it's still honorable, even though even if they did do that. I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> if because in the context of that situation, yeah, I guess if they're a war criminal, fine. Don't save their carriage or whatever that runs away. Yeah, but who's kidnapping them? Who knows? Maybe someone else who commits more genocide. (laughs) (laughs) If you believe in a justice system that is like, like a, like jury based, then I think it would be your obligation. Sort of like doctors, right? They have Mm -hmm. to save anyone. Yeah. So you, you should step in and stop the immediate crime and then say, okay, but also you're terrible, so let's take you to court. Yeah. That's what you would do. But maybe that guy was being taken to court <laughs> on the spot, so we just committed a murder for no reason. Yeah. Maybe, we, you know what we'll do next time? Next time I see him, I'll stop him and ask him, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, excuse kindly. me, sir, what are you doing with this woman? And yeah. also, has she committed any genocides lately? <laughs> what crime has she committed that she is being forced to stay with you? Um, <laughs> so... You know, I'm trying to remember exactly how this mission starts. Basically, you go to Rhodes with a bunch of your people. Um, you haven't changed camp, right? You're still at the still at, still Rhodes at camp. Um, okay. still at the Rhodes camp, and <clears throat> you show up in Rhodes with all of them. Um, they all you meet them there, actually. All of them. Sorry, yeah. I, let me explain. Um, I believe Dutch is with you. Dutch, Micah, and I think Bill. I want to say maybe it might be Charles instead of Micah. But I know Bill and Dutch are there. Either okay. way, it doesn't really matter who's there. They're not, it's not that important. Oh, Sean is also there too. Um, <clears throat> I think that's actually who it is. It's Dutch, Mike, or Dutch, Sean. Oh my god, I remember. Bill is that? What Bill, you're yeah, Bill's okay. there, and you. For you guys, you show up there for some reason. I think to talk to the Greys about something, and it ends up being. Oh yeah, it's a setup, basically, to have you meet them there, um, because they like ambush you. So. <laughs> they steal horses and then they burn tobacco and then arthur's asleep for six weeks yeah and then like three weeks but the greys invite you to something something you're all at all at roads for some reason to meet with the greys and they end up realizing it was you that burnt down all of their tobacco so they're ambushing you basically to try and kill you (laughs) how could they find out though i have no idea they would have thought that it was those braithwaite you know yeah exactly like what what kind of audacity do they have to say, like, oh, there's a family feud going on in this town. Let me burn down one of the family's tobacco, and then they'll think it was the other family. Like, well, you don't know that. And none of none of these big things we can assume happened until <laughs> they existed in their lives. Can you imagine, like, real life, like, oh, there's two big families in, in this town. There's, like, the, the Smiths, and then there's the Johnsons, and mm-hmm. they don't like each other, so then... 
Jose is like, oh, okay, let's go murder some of the Smith's children, and then they'll think that the Johnsons did it. And the Smiths are like, oh my god, what is going on? Like, it just, the scale doesn't match. No, it doesn't. And so this this is a reasonable response, I think, to burning down an entire tobacco, you know, industry. Okay. Um, is the is the sheriff there? The sheriff's there, but he doesn't come out immediately. He sends all his lawmen out after you so they are lawmen it's not just like random it might even be just random like grays too i think it actually is grays okay i want to say um but uh see that is that is unethical on sheriff gray's part because he is a man of the law so therefore he should be arresting you and then submitting you to a trial yes rather than just trying to kill you with a bunch of his cousins i don't know man they burned down the tobacco industry I don't think you realize industry. the industry basically. Um, so when this is happening too, this was one of the most abrupt deaths I have ever seen of a character in a game. It, he's basically, so you're, you're talking it out a little bit um, before the gunfight actually starts and Sean's speaking and literally just gets shot in the head while he's speaking like out of nowhere. I forgot this happened. Yeah. Sean dies in this mission. Which is really, I was like, when it happened, I was like, whoa, that was like so abrupt. Holy crap, really? Yeah, he's literally talking, making, probably cracking some witty joke and just immediately gets shot in the head from off screen. How did I forget this? And it's like, it's fully like shown too. He is like, it is, his face is like the full screen and gets shot. I need to look up a clip of this, man, because th- th- I must have just dropped the game after this happened <laughs> because there's so much that goes on that like, if I dropped the game there and then picked it up and played a whole bunch more, I it would get faded by the new stuff that I played. Mm-hmm. Wow. Because I, I remember g- getting to the end and being like, whatever happened to Sean? But you see him yeah. get shot in the face. He gets shot in the face. Oh, my Right gosh. on screen. Not Sean, man. He's yeah. the best. And, you know, they're they're obviously very, very upset. Um, I like what Arthur says about him um, after you finally kill everyone in, in Rhodes. Um, he says, you know, he was like, he was like the annoying little brother to me. Oh, that's true too. Yeah. So I, I feel like Sean, what, like, he seems like a character that would have been in Red Dead 1. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. He fits. He fits. I love why. Why is that though? If he's not, obviously he's not. Yeah. He's not. Um, I think it's because he's got, he's a very easy character to write, to be funny naturally because he's, he's Irish. Which I, f- I don't know if that makes any sense, but the I feel accent, like I guess, the like. accent and the way th- I feel like in video game, maybe Rockstar games specifically, like the Irish people are the ones who usually are very comic relief. Like the McCreary family is hilarious in GTA four. Oh yeah. They're, they're awesome. very funny. I think that they made something about the writers at Rockstar are partial to Irish people. I don't know. Something. I, I, I X'd out. Oh Sean's God. Space. So that, sorry. If you're Xing out characters names, this means that. Not necessarily. I just want to remember because I forgot that he's dead. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, okay. I mean, obviously, like, other people yes, are going to die. Um, I, I was, I knew someone was going to die soon, but I'm, I'm not going to say I'm glad it was Sean, but like, if it was Charles, it would have been a lot worse. So you've had this like inclination that the more you like someone, the more likely they're going to die. Did you get that feeling with Sean at all? It, it sucks that it happened so quickly after the mission that involved him so heavily when you're doing the when you're burning down the tobacco fields. Mm. It was like immediately following that mission. I need to look up this. Mi- I'm so confused right the now. The tobacco field I, mission. No, or? not the Sean die. I I can't believe I just like my my mind can't recall this. Do you hate Sean? So you just completely yeah, erased like, him from oh, your memory. Sense. They're all gangsters anyway. Whatever. No, Sean's great, man. Hmm. That's crazy. 
So what, what? Can you set up the scene a little bit? Maybe that'll jog, jog my memory. They. <sighs> is this a cut scene? It is. Yeah, where he dies. That is a cut scene. And what is what's where where are they standing? They're standing what's right in on? front of like the saloon, or like right in front of like the main building of roads of roads yeah they're in roads in like the center area where all the stores are and there's grays where they're they're perched everywhere basically they're like surrounding them oh and a sniper right yes yeah, so either someone with rifle someone with a rifle on like a rooftop or something like that on a ledge just snipes him or it's some gun i actually don't know it's off screen that's why it's so abrupt it's not like it shows a guy aiming at him he's literally mid-talking in full face shot and just gets shot i'll have to show you once once they're done yeah I recording. can't even believe how how can I not remember that? Yeah, it was. It's like I said, most of probably one of the most abrupt deaths I've ever seen. It's in like, like any it's media. It's like Cat in uh, Halo Reach. Yeah, it is. Just the snipe. I I like yeah. that though because you'd think that that would happen way more often. But it wasn't immediately. She didn't immediately die in Halo Reach. She was just like basically going to die. This was like immediate headshot death. Like yeah. Sean does not exist anymore, which is crazy. This makes me want to play the game again. Like through like play through the story yeah darn it it was it was sad man that's too bad so what can we what can we say about sean you know he was a good he was a good he was a i don't want to say he was a good guy because we're talking about the vandalin gang they're not none of these people are good people but he was he was funny he was funny and he was loyal i think he was loyal and he had a good heart unlike micah yeah he has his heart was in the right place see that's that's what that's the thing and i know i sort of harp on this a lot of like plucking them out of their circumstance and putting them somewhere else i think if you take sean and just throw him in like modern day suburbs Mm -hmm. right he's a great guy he's a family man he works hard probably has a factory job or whatever i don't know maybe he's smart enough to he didn't seem really dumb he he doesn't seem dumb he seems like i mean to be able to devise the plan of getting to sneaking in um into the he'd be a business grace fam he's he's a talker yeah he's a talker for sure yeah so and i I don't think that like i don't think that sean is necessarily a killer you know what i mean no i don't think he's and there is a distinction there between someone who (sighs) kills out of necessity to maintain whatever system they have versus someone who's just kills carelessly Mm -hmm. which i think micah is more on that end of the spectrum I don't know that he is like a serial killer, like he's intent to, but no. yeah, he kills because he has to, because it's part of his lifestyle. Yeah, and that that goes into philosophy a little bit as far as like consequentialist versus I forgot what the other one was called, like intentions. Um, Do you take philosophy in college? I did. I took I take history any. of philosophy, uh, which was just like a very light coverage of basic philosophies, but. Mm-hmm it's cool it's it's nice it's good to have that background i think i wanted to take philosophy it was always filled up every semester i also would have taken it really it's one of those like easy classes that you yeah and you learn a lot in it but um anyway yeah sean my my comment on sean dying is sean no (laughs) i saw that in your notes like as you were reading up to it and i was like what did he get kidnapped you can't screen peek i can't (laughs) can't read ahead but that's what i remember i remember the mission where he's held captive and you break him out yeah that is yeah that's a very early mission is sean mentioned in red dead, red dead one at all i don't think he is maybe it's it I, why would i remember that there's no way i don't know and even like that. what's in in what circumstance would they mention him yeah why would john t- talk about him yeah john's not part of this mission he didn't witness his death john john isn't even there that's so weird huh yeah 
Yeah. John's very minor character right now. Mm. He really has only appeared in a few missions. Um, and he doesn't take a major, major role. Except now I think he's going to come to the front of the game a little bit more. After you get into the shootout in Rhodes and you kill everyone and get out of there. Um, is that, what? What's the reaction of like Arthur and Dutch, by the way? And Bill, even. Of what? Of John's death. Oh, they're 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 very sad over his death. It they're not mourning, I would say, because but they're they're like they're upset. Yes. Ups- they're like but they yelling. lost a brother. Yeah. I gotta watch that cutscene, man. I don't know. I can't even put it together in my mind. But... And Bill ends up disappearing too. Um, at this point, I it, I feel like I remember them saying he got shot, but obviously he didn't die because he's in Red Dead One and he didn't die in this mission. But he gets like taken basically at gunpoint by Sheriff Gray, and they're hiding inside of of the sheriff's office. Um, after you murder every all the other gray family or whatever whoever's showing up there trying to kill you uh-huh. and then you but they bust through the door and they have bill at gunpoint and they basically say you know put your guns down like give up because either you do that you do that or we're gonna kill bill um and it ends up putting you in a dead eye and you you know shoot all the people at once so did, do you cool. kill sheriff gray you do you kill sheriff gray there Man, I don't know what the heck. Why am I? I'm glad that you're playing through the game again because, man, I am. You know what's happened? You know what happened is. What? Well, I'm I'm getting to the point where, like, this is so far away that I'm not remembering because the the longer we spend on the podcast, the more time will have passed since I've beat the game. Mm-hmm. So this is like at that sweet spot of like, uh, that's reaching. It's far, yeah, yeah. It's far from when you played. Um. Yeah. So yeah, you kill Sheriff Gray here. You avenge. So now all the Greys are dead, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, the Grey family is dead. And- Grey family does no longer <laughs> exist, basically. And I love how I love how Rockstar does this thing where they create this amorphous blob of people mm-hmm. and they say, Oh, you know, the something so the the Sopranos or whatever. That's that's not it, obviously. But yeah, I know what you're trying to say. Some gang where it's like they can just have a bunch of bodies for you to kill. Mm-hmm. But now it's like, no, the greys are done. Yeah, the greys no longer exist. Oh, only game. the men, though. Yeah, only the men. They don't send. They don't send the women out. You know, in this in a terrible situation. Are there any? Are there any women like attacking you at any point? No, I don't think I've ever even fought a single. Oh no, I fought maybe like one time. I have where like I saw a woman with a gun, but she was like in a house or something like that. Maybe it's very, like it's, a random encounter where she would steal your horse or something. Yeah, it's super seldom. Um, so you end up you end up getting out of Rhodes, um, and I can't remember the repercussions for this whole thing. I don't think there is any repercussions, like wanted system wise, which is <laughs> kind of crazy. Say, I'm pretty sure there's going to be repercussions for this. No, there isn't. And well, the repercussion is that Jack has been taken. <gasps> yes, here we go. Yeah, this now, is where this is where it picks up, and you're like, oh crap yeah i didn't i did not expect that to happen um so he's been taken by what we can assume is the braithwaites but it could have been the o'driscoll's too i don't know how they really know for sure it could have been the the o'driscoll's it could have been the pinkertons it could have been been anyone anyone oh by the way so is the assumption that the o'driscoll's were being paid by the pinkertons to capture no it's actually yes it is I'm pretty sure, but I don't think it's the Pinkertons. I think it's just the lawmen. They don't say the Pinkerton agency hired us or whatever to try and do this. They just say we're going to turn you into the lawmen. What what world are they living in where they're going to pay him? What I don't get this. Like, why would you pay another gang to capture another gang? Like, what? Well, think about it this way. It's smart of the of the law to do because they're never. 
Dutch is never going to show up from meeting with the law. Like, oh, let's be friends. That just doesn't make any sense. But if you take the <laughs> rival gang of the Vanderlyn gang... Also doesn't make any sense, by the way, but sure. It, it makes slightly more sense. <laughs> yeah, Can you at I least say so. that? Yes, it makes slightly more <laughs> yeah, sense. Yeah, they're not going to meet with the law to talk about having a truce. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> hey, guys, but, can you stop committing so many crimes for a while? <laughs> and we'll let you guys go. Yeah, you, we, we, there's no more men to recruit for lawmen. <laughs> like, you... They're, they're like wiped out. giving eight-year-olds revolvers because there's no <laughs> options left. Um, yeah, no. In I think it's a, it's a really smart idea for for Colm to do, and I, I think I mentioned that before that to to work with the law to try and get what to to eradicate the Dutch gang, the Vandalin gang. But like, what is the logical next step after they eliminate the Dutch gang? Is they're that what you're just going to come for the O'Driscolls, man? Oh yeah, but that's you got to get rid of your you know the enemy of my enemy is my friend, right? yeah i guess <laughs> except the enemy is also the law and you're a criminal <laughs> but you're working with them maybe they worked out a a, a, a truce or something like that oh, john like marston style you... oh. oh oh do you think this is like the beginnings of the setup that leads to john marston's arc maybe because they're be. like oh wow they're you <laughs> they're just sick of having so many of their people die they're like okay let's just have another gangster that's actually a very good point Mm -hmm. this makes a lot of sense now that i'm thinking about this this makes way more sense yeah i I didn't think it was that bad of an idea it's it's a good idea yeah because there's great risk of them killing each other and then it's like wipe your hands yep both the leaders are dead oh no it didn't go well too bad (laughs) yeah now there's less criminals raging in in my uh province huh we should do that more often. Why don't we like us? Like us yeah, personally? No, the United States. Let's let's hire criminals to capture other happened. criminals. I'm pretty sure that's happened before. No, I mean pe- people make plea deals and everything. Yeah. to like set people up and get people on tape. Mm-hmm. But you, well, you wouldn't. I guess you wouldn't hire like gangsters to go and capture a gangster. That would that would be <laughs> absurd. Ah oh, man, it's like hiring mercenaries at that point. Yeah, yeah, and I think there's less inherent risk if they're like meeting in the woods somewhere versus like a cafe in new york city well this is also something i don't think that could happen in modern times this makes a lot more sense happening in the 1890s where you're going to be working with a a a terrible group of people to get another terrible group of people because at least you're you're getting less resources yeah maybe it was sheriff gray you think the, the people that tried to you know i never thought about that that would sort of make sense because he's he what is up with that, man? He knows that they're no good when he first meets them. But mm-hmm. he's like, yeah, come with us. We'll go take out some Lemoyne Raiders. Does, does Sheriff Gray know something that is not revealed to us? He or? knows nothing now because he's dead. Well, he's dead. Yeah, his plan did not so, work So, like, out. what is... what? <sighs> I love trying to get inside of the brains of, like, the parties at play because mm-hmm. it's so complex. Um, yeah, because they... they he he does he know that it was them that that burned down their tobacco he must if he's so sure that he's going to ambush them and then if if he knows that there's a connection between them and the, the driscolls he might do that but isn't that a bit isn't that giving sheriff gray a bit too much credit it might be he's too be thinking dumb, too right? deeply that's into it they, yeah that's what they all say about him yeah that's what they all say um so jack gets taken Jack is taken, man. Yeah. So you, did you? Abigail is no. I did not expect Jack to be to be. It, it makes perfect sense, but he's played such a, a a low role in the game. 
that it just didn't cross my mind. It's like, oh, Jack exists. I forgot about him. He rolled low for initiative, so now he got kidnapped. Now he got kidnapped. Um, It makes perfect sense that, you know, they're not going to take the women. Obviously, that would still suck, but taking a little boy is is much different than taking, you know, a grown woman. (laughs) You get what I mean? Like, the woman could defend themselves, at least somewhat, and, like, a a little kid is not going to be able to defend himself whatsoever against a, a bunch of gang people. So it's a good choice of people to take, you know? Yeah, but you could just say, with enough people, you kidnap anyone. That's true. But it's different. It's it's like, it's a little kid, Tyler. No. <laughs> I'm not saying that it's not easier to kidnap. I don't know. No, it's like, it's it sends more of a message. <laughs> yes, yes. It's more impactful. It's yes. like, oh, no, this is not, like, they're, they're out for something. Yeah, they, they want something. And... I took a actually I took a screenshot um, of this moment. So let me. I'm oh hey, we uh, we need to post something to the to the Instagram. I made that. Oh yeah. Um, I took a few images. So let me do this while we're talking. So fill in. For yeah. Two so if you want to check out Red Dead Cast on Instagram, a Red Dead Reflection was taken. Don't check out Red Dead Reflection. Whatever it is, <laughs> it's not as good as Red Dead Cast, which is our username. Yeah. You'll see the photos that we uploaded from last week and on this one i guess this one's going to contain spoilers so don't yeah this one will but is that weird how do you do that yeah i don't know that we can post it i don't well maybe not on the instagram but we can post it on like we could do like an imger link image Uh, that's work though that's not it's not that much i'll do it (laughs) okay you do it send me me the link all right sounds good um so basically now that jack jack's been taken we know it was the braithwaite somehow Something mm-hmm. some, something in our mind is telling us it's the Braithwaites. So we're going to storm the Braithwaites with everyone in the gang that basically can shoot a gun. Yeah, this is amazing. It's so cool. So uh, for some reason, when, when I think back on this, I feel like there was a long time when Jack was taken, but you guys weren't doing anything. But no. that's not true. No, it's like it's, right after. It's like immediately they're like, we're going to go get this boy back. And yeah. he's gonna be okay. Yeah, Dutch yeah, is I like remember that. That's this is like because Abigail's screaming about this. She's so obviously it yeah, makes sense. She's upset. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and John also is like, I'm gonna murder somebody. This is when I think John really is gonna be brought forward while Jack's being gone because obviously it's his kid. Because that's the whole thing where Arthur's like, you don't appreciate the family you got. Yeah, and now John's like, oh, now my kid's in danger. Yeah, and, I, and I don't know where he is. Papa Bear. Um, so yeah, you storm. This is so cool. Just, sorry, just like when you go back to camp and Dutch is like, we're getting that boy back. Yeah. Like, it's like, oh man, like it's not really happening, but like heavy metal music is playing in the no, background. It, yeah. Like, it's yeah. like, it's like, it's go time. And I took an, Im- I took a shot of, um, an image. So you're riding with everyone, which is awesome. Um, to see so many people on horses Everyone's all together. There's like yeah. nine people. Yeah. And you're storming it and you walk up to the, to the manor that they're at and it's, you oh god this is gonna load terribly because i still use print screen <gasps> that's a beautiful screenshot yes yeah, of everyone just there and and ready just now, kill everyone are, is this still the same weird thing with this yeah in? oh my gosh brevin okay so now we need to describe is this a spoiler that's a beautiful image i didn't realize how nice of an image it's, that it's is. gorgeous it looks like concept art wait we can post this to instagram yeah. why not it, it is a spoiler no, it's not. If you know what that is, then if you know it's one of the manners, like, what is this? What is it? Maybe they're just going for some lemonade. That's true. <laughs> Let's describe the picture too, yeah. because we've been, so it's it's um and you know if you play the mission, it's Dutch and the rest of the gang 
and their backs are towards the camera or the I guess the camera is a weird thing to say, huh? Um, they're walking towards the Braithwaite mansion in the background, which is lit with like firelight torches. Um, and it's all dark with the yeah, massive like, trees nighttime. casting shadows. Yeah, it's, that's a beautiful image. It's beautiful. That, it's, I didn't realize how nice that looked until I looked at a still of it. Like I'm in game, I was like, Instagram. you should. That's an awesome photo. And I'm sure gorgeous. someone else has done a photo or taken a photo at this exact moment. Yeah, I mean, they, it looks so they good. set you up for it, right? Yeah, but, it's awesome. Oh, it's it's so, and you're just like, what are they gonna do to yeah. this place? Yeah. yeah. Um. So basically, you get in an awesome shootout, um, with everyone in the Braithwaite family, like every person, every every cousin, every son, everyone, who <laughs> anyone is familiar. who knows the name Braithwaite is yeah, there. Yeah, they are there, yeah. and you just get in a massive shootout with them, um, right at the t- front of the manor, and you. This is. I didn't talk about it too much, but during a lot of these missions, I've started using a shotgun a lot. Shotgun. The double, the double barrel. It's and good. And it's so fun. That to might use. be my And it even has some gun. range to it too. Like I used it in the Rhodes mission when I was shooting people. Like probably, which makes sense. I know shotguns in real life have a lot of range. It's mm-hmm. only video games that make people think they don't. But like probably like twenty feet or thirty feet away from me, and it's just knocking people down. Yeah, no, they're generous with it. I love that about shotguns. It's very they're, fun. They're they're more versatile than you would think they would be. Mm-hmm. And I like I like using it even if I know someone is like sort of too far away. I'm just gonna keep shooting. Them yeah, because you're gonna yeah, kill. You're them. gonna get something's gonna hit them. Yeah. Um. So you you bust into this um to this manor because you think Jack's being held there. So aren't they concerned that Jack is gonna get like? I guess they wouldn't kill a kid. No, huh? they're not. Well, I mean, because it, it is the Braithwaite's, right? That's true. It's not like it's, it's not, not not it's not, not the O'Driscolls, yeah, yeah exactly. who actually might. Colm probably would kill a kid because he's insane. But um, yeah, when you storm, you storm this house basically with all your men and popping in and out of like rooms with the shotgun. Like, there's some brutal deaths. Like when you're using the shotgun up close. Oh yeah. Like if you get like a nice headshot on someone, like their entire head is gone. I talked about that before. That this game has dismemberment, but like, it's crazy when you're when you're up close with them, actually like killing like actual people, not shooting a dead body, and like their <laughs> whole body just goes flying back and their head's gone. Like yeah, it's brutal. They're just all of a sudden a corpse. And, yeah, yeah. It's it's. Inc- but it's very satisfying. It's terrible as it is to say. With they, a shotgun, it's took a kid. So it was not that, even because of that because oh, it just okay. looks really cool <laughs> going into slow mo showing it. So what? What they take a kit? What is the? Why do they do that? They want to get back at them. They know it was them that stole their horses. But if you want to get back at a gang, right? Yeah. I don't know. Light their wagon on fire. I know they could have destroyed their camp. They went there to get Jack, unless Jack was just roaming around. Yeah. What happened? How do they get Jack? They. I don't. It's not really explained. And where was everyone when this happened? I don't know. At Rhodes, I guess. But there was not that many people at Rhodes. There was only four of them. Out of the twenty-five people who are in the gang or whatever, yeah, not what that many, the heck but like was Javier twenty doing? And John, what? Yeah, I don't know. And Abigail, why isn't Abigail with Jack? I guess I guess Jack kind of wanders around a little bit, so maybe. But like, they'd have to come really close to the camp to be able to take him, and no one knows. They have people standing watch. Yeah, they do. They have people awake at night. That's weird. If you know anything about that, write in. Maybe it gets explained later. I don't know. It could. I don't know. Explained. I don't know. Um, but either way. You end up finally finding um, Catherine. I think that's her name, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Catherine Braithwaite. She's hiding in there, which is weird. I think that she would stay with them. She's not armed or anything like that. But what? This is what I. Why do? Why would Catherine think that all of her people are going to get 
killed. Like, she's just at her house. That's true, yeah. Technically speaking, if this wasn't a video game, I don't think they would have won this Also, fight. do they know that the Braithwaite's took Jack? I don't think they do. Not, they, they just what? seem so sure. <laughs> I don't think there's, like, a note left behind that says, hey, Catherine Braithwaite, I did it. Yeah, that's what I don't get. Like, why would they think that the Braithwaite's took Jack because they stole some horses? I don't know, man. What? What? it could have been the O'Driscolls, easily. Or Pinkertons. Or Pinkertons could have taken Jack, but no, they, they seem... Maybe I'm missing, like, They must have said details. something about Braithwaite. Maybe. I don't know, man. That's weird. I, well, yeah, I want to go back and watch the cutscenes and stuff. But um, but yeah, you, you end up taking Catherine hostage after you kill everyone. This gunfight was very awesome, too, by the way. It was a lot See, of fun. See, this is... This makes sense because yeah. you're raiding a family with like tons of people always there posted, and yeah, yeah. so it makes fighting sense an army be... makes sense. Yeah, yeah, um, and it was tons of fun. Basically, because you're playing, you're playing defend the house against all these people. Yep, um, and you end up taking Catherine a hostage, like, and taking her back to camp, and that's very satisfying because she's a piece of crap. <laughs> At least to me, I right don't now. remember that happening either. Man, I'm like, it's like you're telling me a new and the, story. And though. the animations too of when she's getting drugged down or dragged, <laughs> god dang, dragged yeah. down by um by Dutch is so good. Like she's grabbing onto the stair, like the stair um, what's that thing called that you mm. hold when you're trying to cannot b- banister? No, it's it's like on stairs on the side, the the railing. That's what I'm trying to think. Of. Oh, so it's such a simple word, but I couldn't <laughs> okay. think of it. You're, she's pulling on the railing trying to like not get taken like fighting as much as she can dutch looks powerful doesn't he yeah, yeah. dutch dutch is intimidating oh yeah my God. he shoots the ground at one point scares her and stuff like that like he's just scary um but it makes sense you know they took what is she saying she's like you know you, you killed all my sons she's upset over she's that like hyst- hysterical. she's hysterical basically yeah. yeah and like she's like please don't kill me yeah and you know she deserves to die i think so does she? Yeah, I think she does. Why? Took their kid. Or took a, took a little boy. She could have done... That's that's the difference, they say. Like, this... She makes a really interesting... I can't quote it. Um, This is a paraphrase. But she says, you know, there's no rules in war. Because Arthur is like, you can't... Or one of them. You can't take... Like, there's... You're, you're overstepping your boundaries by taking Jack. Like, that's <laughs> not something that you do. It's not... It's not even. But she's right, though. And yeah, then she says there's no rules in war, which... Frankly, I kind of agree with. If you're if you're a gang, why not take your kid? Why do you have she a kid got a, with you? She you're, got a reaction. You're, you're responsible for having a kid with you. DCYF yeah. would roll in and take your kid. So, I mean, I see what they're saying. Where yeah. it's like that's off limits. Don't don't mess because he's defenseless. Because he's defenseless, and it's like he's even though he's in the gang, he, he he's definitely like didn't choose to be there. Yeah, you know. But at the same time, like, if you're going to kill tons of Braithwaites and, like, steal horses and stuff, then whatever, you know? Yeah. I don't know. It's tricky. It's a tricky, it's a, what's a slippery slope? Is that, is so, that correct? So, like, yeah, like, like, is it, is it immoral to do something immoral to an immoral person? Well, they always say, you know, I can't think of the right quote, but, like, revenge isn't the, the best way to do things. Revenge, revenge is the worst dish. Served. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> it's, it's not, but you know what I'm trying to say. And I, I, by uh, the way, I do think it's immoral to treat immoral people badly. I don't think that you can justify being immoral. No, no, in yeah. that sense. But mm-hmm. it it muddies the water mm-hmm. because. W- Oh, you can't kidnap our kid. All we did was steal your horses and kill all your people and just decimate the population of Rhodes. But don't 
You can't take a kid. You can't take the kid. Come on. Be reasonable. <laughs> like, yeah, why are you trying to apply logic? Like, this is where it starts to fall apart where they're trying to apply this moral system. Like, they don't have a leg to stand on. But maybe that's what they're trying to go for. No, I, I'm not. Oh, okay. I'm not you're not saying Rockstar. You're saying. Okay, okay. I'm just saying, like, this is why. This is where the Vanderlyn game makes no sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you end up taking her, and that is the end of chapter four. Oh, actually, hold on. There's a little bit more. But the Pinkerton agency shows up, and they try to do one last deal. After this is after you killed the entire, like, we're taking everyone from Braithwaite's. Wait, wait, wait. What? You take her back to your camp, and then that's it? What it's happened? E- okay, hold on. I either have t- two things mixed up, and that's that the Pinkertons talk to you before this Braithwaite encounter happens, or after. I can't remember. I think it's after, though. But what, hap- what, ha- what happens with her? What comes of her? I have no idea. They just take her. They don't kill her. Oh! No, I remember now. It came back to me. They leave her there. They don't actually take her hostage. I was they just, say, they I just bring her out of the building. Yeah, and then they do something else, but I don't... They burn down the house. Yes, okay. I was, yeah, they I was burn down the house. I was to say that, but I was that's like, sad. what? That, that's insane. Yeah, they just destroy the entire manor. How did you not mention that? I, I forgot. <laughs> I'm jumping too they, far ahead. They forced her to watch her family's legacy and everything that she's worked for burn to the ground. Yes. With full of corpses of her family. Yep. How messed up is that? Yeah, it was messed up. And she's just like losing her mind. Yeah, right? she's she's non-existent at this point. She's she's a nobody. That's incredible. That's brutal. That, I didn't even I didn't even think about that. That how brutal that is because that is incredibly brutal. Because they kidnapped. <sighs> well, actually, too, I left out one. I keep leaving out details, and there's a lot of there's a lot of that gets revealed. They are being held. Jack is being held by somebody else. Not he's not there. I didn't even say that. So this is why I was thinking like, wasn't Jack gone for longer? But he is because he's not it's saved. At this least mission. one mission. I don't, I don't. I don't remember how long, but I do remember that. But yeah, that's right. Because she. So she admits to having done it. Yes. So they did do. What the heck are they doing? Why? I don't know, man. What? What is? Maybe maybe she I thought she would be safe. Something. We must be missing something. No, maybe she thought she'd be safe because Well, she's... she probably didn't think that they were gonna come and murder every single person yeah, there when they have like a hundred guys. Yeah. But like what what's the end goal of kidnapping the kid? To just try and break up the gang, kill everyone in the gang, make them come there, like Why set does up a she trap. Hate the gang that much? They they just killed everyone in her rival family. This is there what, must be something I'm there, missing. There must be something else here that we're not getting. Right in. Right Tell in. Tell us. Please explain. Something's not, something's, maybe, the, I don't know, man, because I really was paying attention when I played this. Like, not talking to anyone on the game, not even on my phone or anything like that. I was very invested when this was well, all going Well, it might on. be that I'm missing the nuance of the conversation, mm-hmm. so I'm just getting the basic beats of the plot, but, like, if you're in the game and immersed in it, maybe it's, like... It didn't feel crazy. It didn't. Yeah, it didn't feel like super unbelievable. So there might have been like little tiny so, dialogue. Like, hints. Yeah, I can see how like the characters would support that and say like, "Oh, they want to get back at us, mm-hmm. and that's why they took Jack." But like thinking about it now, why? Yeah, why is that? You, that doesn't logically doing? make why perfect are you sense. Taking a, why do you care? You're like this super wealthy, powerful family, and you're gonna steal a kid from a bunch of gangsters. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. They're not a smart family. Well, Catherine Braithwaite is also insane. Let's yeah, not forget that. That's true, too. It might be a pride thing. Yeah. Where she's like, oh, these guys are disrupting our power, our yeah. land. So let's mess with them. Yeah. I did forget about that. She is crazy. Um, so, yeah. let me. So I was talking about the Pinkerton agents. They show up. 
and they try to make a deal with um by taking Dutch from the gang and letting everyone else go free. Like they walk up to the camp, like they know where the camp is. They are at the camp, surrounded by everyone in the camp. And they, is Dutch there too? Dutch is there. Every person is there. Why? What the heck? I'm I'm kicking myself for like not having a very crisp like memory of this. But mm-hmm. okay, you got to put in six hours a week like me. And yeah, play the that's game. what it is. <laughs> um, yeah, they show up. Only two of them too. I'm surprised. Like the the gang, of that. the audacity of that, and not being scared. Like they're so confident that the Vandalin gang's not just gonna kill them right there. They could have, and then just left. <clears throat> I think that they know them so well. I don't think that they would do that to the O'Driscolls. You know what I'm saying? What do you mean by to the O'Driscolls? The O'Driscolls are... These are Pinkerton agents. No, no, no. I'm, I'm okay. saying I don't think the Pinkertons would do that to the O'Driscolls because they know the O'Driscolls are just a bunch of men. These aren't the O'Driscolls. This is the, they're walking up to the Vanderland gang. No, I know. Oh, okay, I'm okay. Saying... <laughs> I like how you just think that I'm like really dense and I'm not getting it. You're like, no, Tyler. Tyler, this is the, the Vanderland gang. They're walking up to the... No, I'm saying... The Pinkertons would not walk up to the O'Driscolls because mm-hmm. they're just, they're actually a That's gang right. gang. Whereas the Vanderland gang is like a family where they, ha- this is where they eat and they sleep and they have women and children there that mm-hmm. presumably, well, I mean, honestly, I wouldn't put it past the Vanderland gang to just blow their brains out there. Yeah. But from the Pinkertons perspective, they might be like, no, they're not going to do that. Yeah. They, they wouldn't, okay. they wouldn't dare do that as well because they think that like, oh, we have the law on our side. Yeah. We're powerful people. Yeah, yeah. It's it's crazy. I was I was surprised that they would just show up like that, especially and give them that offer, like in front of everyone. Like, what let us I... take Dutch, and everyone else can go free and go live about a normal life, like a normal person. Isn't that incredible, huh? I mean, think of think about logistically how well that could have gone. Like, There's no way that would happen, though. Like if. The best case scenario is everyone is in agreement and is like, yes, I'll take that deal, except for Dutch, obviously. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, sure. And then they just like give them Dutch. Not going to happen. Yeah, that's, right? that's impossible. Maybe half of them don't like Dutch and they're like, yeah, I, I'm actually sick of living like this. That's Even that's optimistic, right? Yeah. Because they probably would have sought, a, sought out a deal otherwise. Mm-hmm. Um. But if that happens, then you're you turn just gonna... the gang against each other. Yeah, but while you're there, like, yeah, that's I wouldn't want to yeah. be there. Yeah, so that's just so odd that they would do that. But I don't know. My question is: is that I, you know like... what you know what mm-hmm. it is? What? I'm sorry. No, that's fine. There, I don't know how it's how it was set up exactly, but were they just? providing that as an option and saying hey by the way if you want or was it like right now give us dutch and it was kind of like an option it was they were just like hey if any of you wanted to give us dutch you're all free okay see that makes more sense yeah because that is planting a seed where maybe i don't know someone someone who overheard that lenny lenny is like you know what i don't see a future in this and i can just grab dutch and yeah Hmm, that's really smart, actually. That's yeah, really Yeah, the Pinkertons smart. aren't stupid. The Pinkertons have been playing it really smart throughout the whole game so far. I mean, we've only seen them like twice or three times. Once, actually, only really once with Jack. When, um, yeah, when, when Arthur and Jack, yeah, which is fishing. a good time to show up because you're with a kid. So they're playing it really smart. They're really smart, huh? I'm excited to see what, what ends up happening with the Pinkertons' involvement with the gang. Um, but after this, you... 
since everyone's terrified because Pinkertons know where you are. And this was my other thing I want to say. Why wouldn't the Pinkertons just show up and just kill everyone in the gang? They know where they are. They could get a ton of lawmen and just kill them. They're they're trapped. They're at an end where they cannot get away. They would have to fight their way out through an army. I believe. What is the reasoning behind that? Is I, it because they need fair like I trial? believe the Pinkertons in this. I don't, there is a real life Pinkerton agency. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I can't speak to what the real history of them is, but I think in this context, they probably exist, or much of their reason for existing are these outlaws. Yeah, it's like the it's like the Batman and Joker thing. Like, mm-hmm. like the Joker's like, you wouldn't exist without me. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the thing is, like, it's not like. But what? Well, well mm, there. I think that the government wants these people alive to say, hey, we don't worry about settling out in the West. We're, we got these guys. But I don't know. But Couldn't like, they just kill them too? But in, in canon, like, if you get rid of everything that's happened in this, like, that the, the player could do, like, get all the wanted things, they are wanted by the law in Blackwater. That's just, that's, that's part of the canon of the game. So there are lawmen who are aware of these people that exist, and they know who they are. But Pinkerton aren't lawmen. But they could get the lawmen to work with them because no, they're no, like no, no. I'm saying they don't. They're like they're contractors essentially. Mm-hmm. They're not. They're not law enforcement. If law enforcement knew where the camp was, right? I think yes, they would roll in and be. But like, why can't oh, the Pinkertons tell them? Oh, these are where these people because are. they don't want to because they're getting paid probably to do it tons of money by the government to be like, hey, you guys are the experts. Can you find these guys? All right, that makes sense. So they're you finding them and they're like, hey give us it's like a cat playing with their prey a little bit Mm -hmm. because why why would they want to kill all of their reason for being there in one go yeah why would they want to fit they want to prolong the job as much as possible so they can get the best results yeah that makes sense and 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 they want to minimize risk why would they because people are going to die yeah yes but if you can get them to turn on each other then it's like just planting seeds like i Mm -hmm. said that's smart Mm. I like the Pinkertons. I'm glad I'm that I was able to logic that out because I feel I'm a little bit frustrated with the Braithwaite thing. Mm-hmm. But I think it does make sense if you think of it from a pride perspective of saying like, oh, I'll just take your take their kid, whatever. Because mm-hmm. she's crazy. It makes sense. And she's crazy. Um. So after the Pinkerton encounter, Dutch is terrified. So he's like, we need to get out of here. So you move more east or yeah, more east, more to the east. Um. I can't remember <laughs> what it's called. I think it's it's point something maybe. I can't remember exactly what it is. Point Lookout. The full out point Lookout, yeah. It's Point Lookout. Um, and that is the start of Chapter 4, where we get introduced to St. Denise? Den- Denis? Denise, yeah. Denise. St. Denise. No, it's not. Well, Denis? it is, but it's Denis. Yeah. St. Denis. Did you know what? that they named this town the same town city name that Mafia 3 named? Uh, I'm, wow, I just totally messed that up, huh? Mafia 3, <laughs> the city, I forgot what it was called now. Darn it. Brevin, cover for me a little All bit. All right. So he's going he's gonna to Google this right now. But St. Saint, Saint Denis is such a change from every other locale that we've been in this entire game. It's a city, like straight up. It's insane being I, there. That, this is like when I, when I got there, I was like, whoa. I didn't, yeah. even, I didn't even think there was going to – because Blackwater – was in Red Dead One, and I yeah. figured that because you know that that's in this game. Yeah, yeah. But even that's just like 
12 buildings. No, this is industrial. Yeah. This is like straight yeah, yeah, yeah. up like I feel like I'm in a city. When I'm walking through it, it feels like um oh, what's it feels like I'm in an Assassin's Creed game. Like it's very populated. Yeah. yeah. No, it's it's impressive. Like I actually I I I mean I didn't think about this for the console as much, but just the the fidelity of everything sort of makes more sense if everything is just like a desert with a couple of trees mm-hmm. but if it's a city you're like oh well they couldn't do that but they do so no and the game runs so well i was so impressed with how little the frame rate dropped i don't even i couldn't even notice it dropping in the entire city yeah and like it is filled with stuff and it's um, beautiful it is it's it's really something else and it's so i was like when i saw it because i hadn't i hadn't spoiled what anything of the game looked like any of the cities um when I saw it, I was like, wow, that is not what I was expecting a city to look like in this game. Like, it is, like, straight up, like, industrialized. Like, factories, like, black fumes of... Is it fumes or fumes? Fumes is not a word, is it? I don't know if that's a word. But it doesn't sound like it could be. Plume? Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Hmm. Black, black smoke fills the entire, like, you know, sky above. And it's yeah, just it's, it's it's super it's industrialized. Yeah, it's the industrial revolution. It's, um... And I love how Dutch are, I think it's, I think, yeah, Dutch and Arthur go there and that's how it gets introduced. And Dutch is like, isn't it terrible? It's disgusting. So I'm sorry. I wasn't listening. To I forgot you were even you looking up. Did you anything? forget that I, you thought I was just being a bad. No, I just, <laughs> I just wasn't paying attention to what you were doing. Um, so what were you even looking up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In Mafia three. Oh yes. Okay. They made a new Orleans city it takes place in new new Orleans, but they call it new bordeaux okay rockstar was originally going to use that name for their version of new orleans in red dead 2 but since- is this new orleans is this like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. oh okay i didn't Same, realize that. yeah well huh. yeah 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 i'm pretty sure it makes sense i would um, this is what i would picture some new orleans-esque at least whatever. yeah yeah you know what rockstar's weird spin on stuff yeah. but they had to change it all because they use that name in Mafia Three. Is is Mafia made by Rockstar? It's a genuine. No, it's not. Okay, what? I didn't think it was. Are you kidding? I've never played Mafia. I just uh, know of its existence. But wouldn't you play it if it was made by Rockstar? That's not necessarily true. I didn't play um, L.A. Noire. L.A. Noire. Yeah, that's a good game. I know. I want to play it one day. I love that. That's so such a weird, funky game, man. Yeah, they took a lot of risks making that game. It's like no action of the game. There's like f- like five action sequences or something like that, like gun shootouts. Ooh, I don't know. I haven't played it, but there's there's not a lot. I know that for sure, and it's not even like very good. I don't know. Why are we talking about this? <laughs> we just uh, we we're allowed to talk about every Rockstar game and, yes. and Far Cry Three and Far Cry Three. Um, this is where I got my haircut too. I didn't know that a barber existed until I got to this That's place. Crazy. And I saw they, it. I think they're in the saloons in uh, like this one. They actually time. have yeah an actual proper. yeah a barber shop. Um, and arriving to Saint Denis is is it Denis? yeah yes okay it is that is where we end our travel or we end our podcast episode so you must have just got there like today huh? literally just got there yeah and just the didn't new... even get to really explore it can you describe the new camp a little bit just to make sure that i get um what no you... i didn't even go back to it i saved in saint denis i can't even describe it i'm pretty sure it's oh no no no, no. i remember now what it is it came back to me <laughs> um uh it wow. is because I was like I I I was not able to picture it at all. It's you get you get a house. Yeah, you actually are in a house now. It's not well. I don't know if I would use if I would describe it as a house. It's like an abandoned mansion. Thing. Yeah, pretty much. Um, it's actually where 
one of the other missions takes place. You know about it because of a prior mission where you uh, you go there to collect something or something like that. Or you kill a bunch of um, Lemoyne raiders. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I think. It, and I there's think still it was people like there. Base. Yeah. Yeah. So you clear it out. It's in the swampy area. Um, yeah, it's right near St. Denis. At, I think like this point forward is where my memory is more clear because yeah i remember i remember very vividly burning down the mansion but isn't that just insane that they just obliterated roads yeah roads gray family like that entire legacy does not exist anymore because when you were talking about how they had the plan to like steal from each other and get some weird fortune that i guess existed yeah gold get their gold yeah what this is so stupid and they even mentioned that arthur's like there's no gold yeah at, like while they're after they've blown up everything or while they're on their way well to- remember when they were talking to the the boy not well guy whatever the the gray guy we keep saying that um and <laughs> the he, young kid who's in love with the girl like, is that yeah, what you're talking yeah, about yeah he was like gold i mean i don't know what you're talking about like yeah, he had no idea like they this they're like a like a like a southern rich family that might not even be that rich but they just have property so therefore and 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 influence yeah so they have that reputation without like they don't necessarily have tons of money no that's they just have a mansion well they own a big tobacco company though it seems like so or not company but you know they sell tobacco a lot they they have income but they're not necessarily like filthy rich yeah like it's not like some weird spanish ancient not the jeff bezos of yeah, of exactly. The, it's not Amazon. You just found a town with two families in it. And you're like, oh, we got to get the gold. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> That's just so crazy to think about in hindsight. And then they just destroy everything, yeah, and which is just the classic Vanderland way. I can't wait to see what goes on in St. Denis. There's like, this is a <laughs> big city. Like, there, there's a lot of people here. Like, oh man, there's going to be some, something's going to happen. That's all I'll say. And I want to, before we end the episode, because we're we're done talking about anything that happens story-wise. That is the end for that. I want to show you the new outfit I got for, oh, for the, Arthur. Uh, Dutch Dress of the Week. Dutch Dress of the Week. Let's see. I think it's this episode. I changed it up instead of being black and red because I'm not evil necessarily. <gasps> oh, this is beautiful. Oh, I right love when I took this. it right when I got to St. Denis. He's in St. Denis. He's got a brown jacket with a black, um, what is that called? Bandolier. Yep. And matching black gun belt. And these blue pants, they're very some blue. jeans, yeah, I got Are some blue jeans? jeans. Yeah, blue jeans. With some nice little suspenders on them. And a matching blue bandana. Oh, he almost looks like, <laughs> he looks like like if you took a little kid and dressed him up like a cowboy. I know, I wanted to make, I wanted to make him look like a, like a cowboy, like a regular one. Oh, that's and I think funny. I hit it pretty good. He has a brown uh, jacket on too with a white undershirt. Uh, you know what I appreciate though? The, the hat is a bit of a greenish color, which is off from the brown of the jacket I, there was so, no brown that matched the jacket but, so no I but i think that. it adds with it to it because it makes it more realistic and sort of grounded yeah yeah and the boots they, what is up with those they so have, i like, threw on around. i put chaps on them oh chaps okay and then i threw some um i upgraded like i bought everything i possibly could to make them look unique i even upgraded my suspenders and you can barely even see them gorgeous how much money do you got um will it show in the corner i don't think so and we can't even control it the yeah, photo correctly crazy thing. let's see if i can zoom out he looks like a nice guy no i can't we can't see it but yeah that's it and then i uh, can show you uh taya too because i upgraded well i upgraded her with her nice arthur morgan's morgan a question question yes except it's not a question it's just arthur morgan's morgan a question. well i'll make it a question how's your horse <laughs> she's great 
I did have another uh, encounter where I ran head on into somebody, but luckily it just, I actually got fra- I got hit by murder for that. Like someone witnessed murder because I ran head on into them. It's like, that's not murder. It's a manslaughter <laughs> at the least. Just Wouldn't it be so funny if it said someone witnessed manslaughter? I would have been like, all right, that makes sense. I was like, okay. All right. Lock me up. Yep. All right. I'm going to download this so that it actually works because apparently it's just not. Okay. Yep. All right. Thanks. This Matt is just wonderful. Let's, let's open this up. You should just. Okay. Now it, oh, it actually did work. Oh, that. This wow, is this is better. a better uh, picture for capturing like what the horse looks like because that is crazy, huh? The pattern. I know. Isn't, isn't the game just insane? Like we're zoomed in on the photo. Look at those nostrils. We're zoomed in on this photo like pretty far, and I play at fourteen forty p, so like we don't lose much clarity. My um, gosh. and like that's that's Taya. Your horse, sort of, it look, she looks sort of creepy, like like a skeleton. Yeah, she she looks like um like a plague horse, kind of like a Halloween horse. Um, and then I got you know full matching saddle wear. So to remind Gorgeous. you, to remind you of what Taya looks like, she's she's white, kind of. She's like a grayish white, like a light gray. It's almost like like a zebra pattern. Yeah, she's like kind of got a zebra speckled. pattern, but yeah, it's spotted. Um, she's like white and gray basically the entire way, and I made her saddle like white. With some silver on it, and then I got an old worn um, saddlebag. Very classy. I, I think yeah, she's a, she's a beautiful horse. I it's really. It's funny, like if you saw that horse, you think it would it would be like a senator's horse or something, but yeah. it's just Arthur Morgan. It's just Arthur Morgan's four hundred fifty dollar horse. But guess what? It's it's, it's a, a good horse. Horses. Yeah, it's it's. Are it you really st- is. can you still say that? Is Cadillac a good enough brand to say like, oh, it's a Cadillac yeah, of? I mean, it's not like the highest end brand anymore like it used to don't be don't the cars review terribly i was reading consumer reports probably like, some probably some do but okay. um i mean rolls royce and rolls royce is the the new cadillac like if you want to talk about the best most luxurious car I, brand i also rolls wonder royce. if rolls royce was already the actual cadillac but no cadillac don't... used to be the best really okay. yeah it used to be the best around and like before before the 70s hmm no, actually, probably the 70s, including the 70s. Um, they were, like, really the, the top quality of luxury. And then Rolls-Royce came in. Came in. Well, the Rolls-Royce existed, but they just... I think they were a lot less popular. Mm. They are less popular still, but they just weren't. They weren't the... They probably were, like, equal and, like, less popular, so who cared about them? Thank you for listening to Automotive Reflection. <laughs> um, no, I do... So, are, is that... Are those your pictures? Yeah, those are my pictures. All right, I'll I'll post those to Instagram. No spoilers, and I think I will. I'll throw the uh, mansion scene as the third picture. It's cool. So you got to swipe over for it. I'll edit them too. Um, yeah, if you can get rid, get I, rid of. I, I use print screen, so I have two monitors, so it shows my other monitor because yeah. I'm too lazy to. And I think in my last Instagram upload, like I got a white bar above the horse image because <laughs> it had like beyond the monitor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how to use Instagram either. I was just like whatever <laughs> put it up there. I'll, I'll, I'll mess with them so um la, 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 la. oh okay one one thing to end on and yep. you're supposed to remind me and you didn't so thanks brevin wow this episode. is a long this episode very, we knew it would be i mean i knew it would be at least i gotta do something i know though. you all right oh, wrap no. this up say okay, this okay right, say we gotta in say the in the news, there's something happened in the news that is like very relevant to our podcast oh, right what? Maybe not that relevant. I don't know. But All right. <laughs> Dan Hauser, one of the Hauser brothers of Rockstar. Mm-hmm. Did you hear about this? No, I don't think he so. He left the company. Oh, I did hear about that. I didn't realize that, that was who it was. But yes, I did hear that the Rockstar... What is he exactly? So, according uh, to... In the, uh, I was just looking at the Wikipedia article on him. 
to Red Dead Redemption 2, he was the executive producer. But as f- I, I thought, and my, my impression, I don't know how correct this is, is that he's like has a lot to do with the writing of Rockstar Games. Interesting. Which is like, if he was a writer, like a creative, like in charge of a lot of the writing for Red Dead Redemption 2, mm-hmm. why is he leave? Like, this is the time to be like, oh, now, yes, like, that's awesome. Yeah. But he's leaving. Like I, and he is the brother of the CEO or whatever. Oh, so he's like family kind of. A, yeah. So family. I wonder if there's something to that. But hmm. he could also just be bored and be like, oh, I'm just going to go to the Bahamas because I have. I don't even want to think about. Does he need to leave the company has. though? Like I feel like you could just take like a, a leave of absence from the company. Yeah. I yeah. don't know. Uh, that is weird. That's an interesting thing because. People would know they would Rockstar would know that that would draw headlines, and I think actually their stock suffered because of this. I believe it. But what isn't that weird? To where's he going? And like he's at like the major. He's at like if you're gonna. A lot of people would say like I want. Well, actually, Rockstar has a history of having people say bad things about their work environments. But they're like the biggest game company. You could arguably say one of the biggest. This guy's work environment was necessarily at risk. Yeah, no, this he's not or, like a regular developer. You know, if if he was like, I'm going to work 40 hours this week, I don't think he, anyone can tell him otherwise yeah. because he was so high up. Yeah, he, he probably was working very hard. I yeah. don't know. Um, but what my my point is like, if you have that much money, I'm assuming that he has a lot of money. I don't know why. I, I would assume so. I don't know why I think it's a wouldn't. safe assumption. I don't think he has to worry about his next paycheck. Yeah. Um, just think about, oh my God, he probably has like royalties just on sales. Grand Theft Auto V sold so many copies this year. It's the best-selling video game of all time, I think, right? What is that? Besides like that? Tetris. It's like the best-selling single video game. Yeah, because Tetris has all these different versions. And Mario or whatever. Um, like he doesn't need to do anything. He can just stop. And can you... I mean, wouldn't you be stressed out doing the video game cycle over and over again? I can't even do a freaking online master's course. I don't mind <laughs> make a rock star game. I don't know, man. I just feel like, but I, he probably has a lot of control over what he wants to do in the games, like where the direction he wants. I wonder if he's the guy who does the weird Grand Theft Auto humor. You know what I'm saying? Who knows? Yeah. Like he could have that degree of control over these games that are played by so many people. Like you can't. Is there any media that is more ubiquitously played than Grand Theft Auto? Yeah. No. What else so. is there? Like Mario, but not like that's not like story really. That's yeah, not... exactly. This is like a narrative. Ex- what I can't like not even just video games though. Like what else is there? I mean, like Harry Potter. Harry Potter and Star Wars are probably bigger. Star Wars is a good one. That's yeah. a good example. But long this long for like you can't do a, a Red Dead Redemption two story in a star wars movie for example no you cannot because you can't have a 60 hour movie <laughs> yeah <laughs> and what makes it what i think what they understand about video games what makes them special is the time that you spend with them and how you can you leverage that for the narrative structure yeah like in in a if you took a red dead redemption 2 movie like arthur's getting i mean jack is kidnapped 20 minutes in and you're like uh-oh the boy is kidnapped yeah what's his name jack yeah okay instead we jack, jack is kidnapped 40 hours into and this. you have gone fishing with him yeah. and you see him around camp and he says hey uncle arthur like oh this 60 this times. reminds me of a good scene I, I didn't even talk about this there was a scene where a random dog showed up to camp and jack was so excited over the dog and they named him and everything i can't remember what they named him but it was a cute little scene it was completely random 
and now oh, there's yeah. a dog that that just hangs out at camp and i feel like um I, I feel like i had a scene where jack would come up and be like have you seen so-and-so the dog's name and then arthur would be like i haven't seen him and then i haven't seen away. the dog that much but i think i've seen him a few times um I, we, that what a weird tangent that was but i don't know i threw remind, remind me of it no okay. not not your tangent oh, okay, just okay. that i went on about this right whatever <laughs> this is just, my brain is just falling out of my head all right you need to work on your project so we're yeah gonna wrap but this just up. i want i i'm curious about how much of an effect that has on rockstar right because even if he is responsible for all of this narrative which i don't know that you can attribute that much to one person Mm -hmm. anyway i think that this idea of like paying ceos 500 million dollars or whatever like how can that even you cannot produce that much value right yeah i don't i don't know man you can you can earn that much money over a lifetime by like having legacy value that you Mm -hmm. created in businesses but to be like, oh yes, right this year, like immediate value, you have, yeah, like that's crazy. I, there's there's got to be some game to it where like people respect a person, so therefore they're willing to invest in the stock that is derived. Like Elon Musk mm-hmm. draws a lot of money. I bet if Elon, Musk, well, that's probably a bad example because I'm sure I don't know. He probably does stuff that's important for the company. He's not just like a. Oh no, I'd say he does. I probably I feel like Elon's probably pretty involved with this company. This is so awesome. We need to end this. <laughs> we need to end because- this, but I want to. <laughs> Like we can't start talking about Elon Musk. I'm I I would love to know what parts of Red Dead Redemption Two this guy touched. How much of it was he responsible for? Mm-hmm. And what does this mean for the next Rockstar game? When we go on this guy's LinkedIn, what do you have? Like <laughs> hey, I worked on LinkedIn. worked on this part of Red Dead. Like was this? I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if it mentioned something there, especially now that he's like a free agent. I think the idea from like journalism is that the hauser brothers because everyone calls them by that are they just like run the ship and and if they show up to your local office like watch out like these are the guys Mm -hmm. so if they are the guys and now there's one less of them what does that mean you know we haven't even mentioned take two like having any influence on this game like i wonder how much they have i what the hell take two what are they gonna do? Hey, I don't know, man. make sure you make billions of dollars this time again, Rockstar, <laughs> or we're gonna slap your. What hey, they-, they affect online, that's for sure. Oh, monetization yeah, schemes and everything. Yeah, they definitely. Or wouldn't they affect? They affect the probably whole no DLC single player thing. That's that's really interesting. What is Take Two doing with all this money? Oh my gosh! <laughs> Holy what crap. else do they own? Do you know off the top of your head? Is it they own other stuff? They own other things. I can't think. But Rockstar is the only one but- I know. Anyway, what a what an episode this is! This is our longest episode of Red Dead Reflection so far by quite a bit. Like and this was 40 supposed minutes. to be a short episode because of my project that I have to do. But... I knew it wasn't going to be. There was a lot to digest in this episode. So and if you're here still, I'm I'm very thank you so yeah, much. I'm very happy. Um, if you want to write in, please let me know what you think about the Hauser situation. Uh, reddeadcast at gmail.com r-e-d-d-e-a-d-c-a-s-t at g-m-a-i-l dot c-o-m wow you did that a lot better than the follow first time. us I know I was focusing a lot <laughs> on it um, on instagram at reddeadcast and spelled the same way and uh, that's it just live your best life we didn't talk about racism at all this episode did yeah we, we did we did talk did about we actually yeah, oh we did because of the email okay I was just gonna say like why is that a new thing we have to talk about racism every single racism, episode racism far cry 3 crisis 1 
<laughs> like how you distinctly crisis one. We haven't mentioned any other crisis. All, All right, right. Brevin, get out of my house. All right, sounds get, good. I mean my saloon. <laughs> <laughs> Your house is full of so many people. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. All right, thank you for listening. Bye. See you next week. Love you guys. Love you.